I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Friday night, nice. Saturday night, sharp. Edge up, edge upon the high, edge upon the hairline, side tapered and ball. Sunday, winning in the linen shorts, spent from the mall. Pieces out the dry cleaning stitch seam and all. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod Ed. Karen. And I'll tell you this about MC Peanut. She might be a little shaky from bar to bar, but she always sticks to landing. Yes, she does. That's right, guys. It's been a while, but it is the glorious. The marvelous. The marvelous. Dare I even say spectacular. Yes, she is. I love me some Amber. Amber P from, of course, uh, Black, Sexy, Geeky, and Mental. Or if uh, you're having a t- hard time remembering, you can always use uh, Battlestar Galactica uh, miniseries. But then remember, Battlestar is just all one word. Um, <laughs> and we're, we're, we're apparently, apparently been fucking that up for quite some time. Uh, yeah, I'll take. You know what? That's my fault because I, I I came up with that and I did not know that that was one word. So, um, but uh, what's going on with you, Amber? How you been? I've been good. There's a billion things going on. Um, I'm feeling well. Lots of new adventures. Kind of feel I'm going in some good directions. Getting direction for the first time in three years and so that's really good okay yeah I, you know what i'm glad that uh you're doing good mm-hmm. um I, I i i normally do not have a way to really gauge it i just go about whatever i hear on the latest episode of podcast which is you know kind of weird because the, the podcast is like you know delayed so it doesn't necessarily mean that whatever i'm listening to is happening to you right now you know what i mean so mm-hmm. so it's always like Oh, Amber was very upbeat this podcast. And then I'm like, well, I don't want to say anything because then by now she might be like, oh, you know what? Fuck my life. Or, you know, that, or I feel um, differently now. You know, it could be anything. Well, the delay is usually one or two days. There, The delay might be apart from each other, but not apart from the recording. It's one or two days, maybe. So I'm doing all right. Cool. Yeah. Man. I got some some right yeah i feel good <laughs> how is your good. how's your cat uh not i'm not being figurative here I, your, your literal <laughs> fe, your feline your animal that lives in the house with you uh, he's well, great okay. he's 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 him he's he started wiping his butt on my bed oh no oh, wow we're getting to some freaky stuff here what is why we yeah. Is he, that, I, I, he was having issues when we were switching his food. I feel like such a cat lady right now. This is very uncomfortable. It's okay. You know, I kind of like this idea. Uh, I hate cats. I think they're the worst animals. And <laughs> they are. And anytime I talk to someone that owns a cat, it, it, like, they normally start off on the defensive, like, no, cat, my cat is awesome and it does this. And then five seconds later, like, yeah, it hacked up a hairball into my mouth when I was sleeping. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. what they do. Yeah, but it's easy to take care of. And today he, it, it's like, it, I must like pain because today he came up and, and snuggled with me just unprovoked and it like made my day. Mm-hmm. Cat lady alert, cat lady alert. That's, a, that's actually why I don't trust them. You said earlier that they're easy to take care of. 
That's why I don't trust them. I, I need an animal that is dependent on me to do something or else it will die or because I need that kind of power in a relationship with my pets and mm-hmm. cat, cats take that power away from you because they're survivors and they can do whatever they want to. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're like independent women, um, you know, where it's just like, man, I want you to love me, but I know you'll leave if I ever act up. So I can't. Yeah. And them. if you sleep a little too hard, it might eat your face. Right. Yeah. Well, there's, oh. there's that other thing too. Cause like, um, you know, cats don't do stuff like, uh, always greet people when they come in the room. You know what oh, I mean? My cat does. He's very friendly. He yeah. likes attention a lot. Yeah. You want to hear his story? I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, so he, I got him at a shelter and apparently this is sad. Like his owners, they moved and I guess couldn't afford him or didn't want him anymore. So they just left him in the house. And the uh-huh. house? Just all by himself. Uh, oh, they did didn't he, take him to the shelter? Did he tell you no. this story? Shut up. How did you, oh, the neighbors the saw the story? The neighbors brought him in. So okay. I think that's why, like, wherever he's always in a room with someone, he won't pay any attention to you, but he'll just go curl up in a ball, mind his own business in a room where there's somebody. Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah, that's not what really am funny. I doing? Oh my god, I don't have the social capital to be doing this. Listen, that's not really a, a friendly pet. If it like that's the bar for cats, it's so low. Like, look, if you come in a room, he just like won't mind you. He won't. Like, hit, he won't hiss at you and yeah. claw you to death. So he's you're pretty, good. He's pretty much an introvert. So he'll, like he'll go like play Candy Crush or something, but he knows you're there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah i need needy animals like dogs and shit because dogs will, yeah. you know come up to you and greet you or uh my favorite like fish because like if i just forget about a fish for two days it's dead like it needs me ah! you know what i mean like i need mm-hmm. i need that level of i have that level of insecurity with my pets now that i forget so i need something to growl or bark and be like hey i'm here i beat them the cats are too independent so the cat be like i'd be like look well uh, I guess you'd be feeding yourself today since you don't remind me that you need to be fed. Mm-hmm. No. I'm serious. I, plants die. So what am I going to eat? And all you got to do is put water on them. Yeah, Karen's a, a um, plant. She's like a plant serial killer. It's, I am. It's really disturbing. Yeah. About. I, I could give two that was, rats ass about plants. That was actually when I knew, like, not going to have kids with this lady. Oh, no. You know, they're definitely getting let in, left in a hot car. Like, <laughs> that's, that is, that's, that's the thing that's going to happen because Karen don't care about even plants and the, the plants don't move or anything. Shit, I got too much going on on my mind. No, the, thank you. The plants are in the same place every day. And I will walk right can't, past them. Can't, can't get water, but, <laughs> you know, a baby moves and shit. Like, there's no way. But see, the move would catch my attention. The moving, the No, crime. I mean, by move, I mean, like, the baby has to move to the car. Oh. Then to babysitter. <laughs> then back to the car. Then back into the house. Like, you're going to forget at least once or twice. <laughs> Like it, there's so many. I walk into the house, go, damn it, I forgot something. There's so many hot car uh, stories right now. I really think, yeah. I really do think that like our parents, every I think everybody's parents has forgotten us in a hot car at least once. I don't think I think nobody's perfect. I think it's a parental, yeah. a big parental secret. We all judge the ones who get caught because they get caught. That's and right. It, and it's not fair because I think they're only getting caught because of global warming. Um. Uh, they've left you somewhere yeah no i think that 
that just is a thing. I think once it gets to a certain degree and it always gets to that certain degree in the summer, then that always happens. Maybe that certain degree, like, I don't know what it is, but let's say it's 75. It always gets to 75. It has always gotten to 75 since forever, since the a little two days after the ice age ended. It mm-hmm. always gets to 75 and maybe it just stays. There's more 75s. You know but, what? Maybe yeah. here's here's my theory then. Okay, you don't want to admit that it's global warming, and that's fine. Okay, no, maybe, that is not. Maybe, you know, some people don't believe in the science, and I, I understand that that's your right. Most scientists mm-hmm. would agree with me, um, but I think maybe it's also that we now have cell phones and more distractions. Right. So maybe the parents get in the house playing a little Angry Birds. They're you know, uh, reading and you know all the news on their cell phones. They're tweeting. And then they turn around and they're like, oh, shit, the baby. And then they run back out yeah. and it's too late. Yeah. So that's a good, you know, that, if, if you don't want to go with my global warming theory, I think it's just global warming. Yes, I think see. we've been left in cars since cars were invented. Right. Yes. And and now, you know, Al Gore was right, man. Shit just gets hot and stays hot a little longer. And you get to July, man, and motherfuckers are just like, oh, shit, my, I'm frying my baby. Um, it's too late. Yeah, I know. This is why we don't have kids. Yeah, we covered a baby that was uh, fried like hard as bacon yesterday. It was I amazing. Mean, extra crispy. Yeah. It was like, who the fuck would do that? That baby um, was well done. Yeah. And they adopted that baby so you know they cared. You know what I mean? It right. wasn't like it was a gay couple. It wasn't like they had that baby. And it's just like, well, fuck, this is what human biology does. It doesn't mean that I care about this baby. I just popped this motherfucker out. Right. No, they adopted this little baby in 10 months. Shade. They forgot. So, um, oh, yeah, because a lot of people pop them out and don't and could give two rats asses about them. Yeah, when biological parents put a, leave a baby in the car, I kind of understand. Like, <laughs> like, there's a lot of bad biological parents that right. should, we should have way less kids. You know what I mean? There's a lot that just don't care. And they just keep that. It's like it's like heterosexual privilege, where it's just like I'm gonna have this baby because fuck it. And then, you know, like if you're gay, you gotta go through paperwork and right. find a person to let you adopt their so baby. It's, it's and, love there. It, it yeah. ain't just because it happened. But then motherfuckers went inside, got high, and fried that baby like popcorn in the microwave, man. Um, anyway, on that happy <laughs> note, <laughs> uh, make sure you check out Amber's uh, Black Sexy Geek and Mental Podcast. Um, also, you have a fundraiser going on right now. Would you like? I to do talk about that? the Black Sexy Geek and Mental Pledgeathon. I do this twice a year. I have an Indiegogo campaign. What's Indiegogo? I'll tell you. It's basically Kickstarter but betterer. And it's uh, I'm thirty. I'm thirty thirty four percent of the way to my goal. And it's um to help make me support the show for a year. Uh the web hosting and the website hosting and to get my mom the ancestral DNA test to see where our people are from. And uh, I'm not asking for a lot, so every little bit counts. And if you donate, there are perks, so you get shit. So Pledgeathon, it ends on August sixteenth, two thousand fourteen. So uh give stuff, you get stuff if you want stuff, and it's cool. All right, man. Make sure y'all support uh Amber and uh you know, uh black podcasting in general. Um and also you're kinda supporting her cat, man. Uh so you wanna <laughs> definitely do that. Please um, do. Like I think that's how I would write my GoFundMe request or whatever. I would just be like 
I'd hate for something to happen to my cat and just leave it vague, you know. Don't say ah. what. You know, it might just but like be. like, you too can support my pussy. Right. Just leave it, just leave it mm-hmm. out there. Right. Like, my pussy definitely needs support. And Don't like, tempt uh, me. <laughs> 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 the things people give to you. Let me tell you, I'm asking for $652. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I had to add stuff to make it, because the minimum is 500 I had to add stuff mm. to make that. And it's pulling teeth. And other people, it's like they get a thousand percent over what they want. I didn't pick that out of my ass. Mm. They literally get one thousand one comma zero 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 percent more than what they ask for. Really? Come the fuck on. Did you ever think about well, obviously two things. One, I promising everybody picture of you and your pussy. I think that would be good. Ah! And then, you know, when they get it, it's just you and the cat, but they don't have to know that until after they have given you the money. Right. Um, or number two, cause I've seen those Kickstarters and GoFundMe's and all those that go way over like that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever just thought about putting a random picture of a white woman up as like your avatar? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just, just it might work. a white woman that's supporting black sexy key and mental. You know, maybe then all of a sudden just people will be like, oh, we need to make this person's dreams come true. They deserve it. I'm tempted, man. <laughs> let me think about that. Let me think about that. Let me think that of who work. will let me. Because I'm not doing somebody who I don't know. So let me think of who will let me, okay? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. White people, if you're listening, you know, at Amber Podcast on Twitter, um, just hit her up with your picture. And if it is uh, non-threatening enough and... Try to try to look pretty privileged, you know, maybe like eating a cheese plate um, or something like that. Um, you know, reading, maybe reading like a feminist book or something that, you know, just something mm-hmm. that would help out. See, I wish. Well, now it's like maybe now I'm shooting myself in the foot that I don't want any listeners. But um, but uh, yeah. I was like, oh, I'll get letters that, you know, it says black and da, da, da. It's like, no, and most of the people are white. Nobody's going to care. Mm, They're true. like, oh, my goodness. Why does this white girl have a podcast? And the first <laughs> word is black. Blah, blah, blah. First, they won't understand the context. And two, none of them will fucking care. You could do the whole next episode. Just uh, totally uh, not bring up race or anything or just bring up the other side of race. And then just maybe they'll be like, oh, OK, yeah. No, sure I could do it exactly the same and talk about how annoyed I am with white people and they will still, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, she's so progressive. She so gets it. Our white privilege is such a burden. Oh my God. I want to give her all the money. Then after you get it, you just switch it back. Aha, it's just you, like a black fist up, like <laughs> full throw out and everything. Black power. I'm, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> right. Thank you for your money, white peoples. Um. But yeah, that's, um, that's cool, man. Um, we've never done a fundraiser like that, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, is it difficult to like submit it and like get it approved? Or, that like- uh, that's the thing is it's, uh, Indiegogo, you don't have to go through rigmarole. You just okay. set it up. Oh, really? I did not it- know that. That's the difference. How, how much do you get or do you, do you have to? Um, well, if you make your goal, it depends on how you set it up. Okay. With mine, if I meet my goal, they only get 4%. If I don't meet my goal, they get 9%. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Oh, no, it's not for doing all the work and having the website and, 
handling all of it, yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, because I think Kickstarter, I think the panel have it set up. It's all or nothing, right? Yes, okay. yes, that's that's a big thing for me. Now I do have a secret confession about your podcast that I want to tell you, and I know it's making yes. you super nervous because you don't like feedback. But um, oh please, I'm this, fine. This is not really feedback. I just want you to know that I talk out loud to your podcast when I'm by myself so that it is like we're having a conversation. And every once in a while, it is something that you do say that, like, it does respond to something I did say. Say, like, normally it's not like that. Like, you'll be like, oh, and I know what you guys are thinking, this. And I'll be like, I wasn't even thinking that, Amber. Jesus, give me some credit. And then sometimes (laughs) I'm like, I was thinking that shit. Damn, she's good. So uh, just in case uh, you have, uh, like, a... Uh, a thought in mind that you are talking to people that are like actively listening. That is how I listen. I think it's the best way to listen. Nice. That's mm-hmm. good to know. And the second thing is, um, so you and your gentleman caller are y'all are done. Y'all are in the outs, man. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is a thing that I have let go. And you are just, uh, so emotionally mature that you are unaffected. <sighs> I wouldn't say that per se. Because mm-hmm. I was expecting um, like knockdown, drag out. Maybe it'll happen months from now. But I was expecting to be like, let me tell you about this motherfucker. First name is Andrew <laughs> Andrew Warren. He lives at 736 <laughs> Oak Street. And, uh, you know, I was expecting like a full thing. And it was kind of like, eh, and I didn't agree with something he said. So I was like, peace, nigga. Bye. Back to my show. And I was like, that's it? You know? Yeah. Nah. Nah, it's not worth it. Well, if you want me to egg his house, you know how to get, you know, you know how to get yeah, in contact with it's, me. It's not that level. I don't want to okay. even put that much well, to it. You have, uh, you have my G-chat. I'm not saying. Hey, <laughs> 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 hey, Amber, have you um been back to the shooting range? No, I haven't had an opportunity to. But now that you bring it up, hmm. Because <laughs> that's, that's my next goal is, is to go to a... A shooting range, and I remember you saw my hat. Was your class all female? Yes. Okay. The, the sisters, the Second Amendment sisters, they're all over the place. So just look up Second Amendment sisters, and I can't imagine that it's. Oh, and I saw on this show, um, it was somewhere. Uh, they were called like the shooting sisters or like mm. ladies who love shooting or something like that. Like, so I guess it's like a thing mm. and I can't imagine that it'll be difficult for you to f- f- not find something down there. Yeah. Cause that's, that's my, my next, uh, I got two goals. Uh, one of them is to get over my fear of guns. Cause I am, I'm petrified of them. Um, and to get comfortable with them. And uh, my other goal is to take a self-defense class. Okay. Mm, what kind? I don't know. Just self-defense. Just, I don't know. Just something where I won't get robbed or, 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 nice. or kidnapped. Yeah. It'll teach okay. you, like, kick people in the balls and um, <laughs> to struggle when they're trying to grab you and stuff. I'm serious. This is what they teach you. Oh. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. It's no fucking, um, hey, man, ain't no rules in Fight Club. Motherfucker come up to <laughs> yep. you and- Try to throw the you guy in the car with the helmet with the big padded suit. Yep. Yeah, you gotta kick his ass in them nuts, dog. I will stomp you dead in your nuts if you pull a gun on me. If I got to, man. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah. It, uh, and then uh, I want to join like a gun group, but I want to go like I want to see if we can find like a black group. 
I bet like, you they have maybe them. something like niggas with guns. And then oh we no, all, I, I don't think they be called niggas with guns. Oh, well, obviously oh. they go by NWG or you know <laughs> ah! Black Panthers oh. or something like that. New Black Panthers, whatever. Oh, I would Lord. like to go with that group to the gun range um, because I think. Like I'm, whenever I think about the gun range, I always worry that we're just gonna go there and it's gonna be like a bunch of like old racist white people. That's my fear target, too. Target practicing on Trayvon Martin silhouettes and shit. Like yeah, they, I want to go somewhere I feel you know Barack Obama pictures and shit. Like y'all, look at me, my custom. I'm shooting Barack Obama in the head, custom size. You know, I don't want to deal, deal with that. that. So I feel like we went as a group of just angry black people with guns. They would have to be like, oh, take take down the racist shit for a little bit, dog. Um, ah. and they would be okay. Yeah, I have to find out how much it costs and stuff. But but that but those are two of my goals. Yeah, is either that? And, or, oh, go ahead, Amber. I'm sorry. I was saying in racist Boston, you're not allowed to have outlines of humans. Oh, that can good. only be shapes. That's good, man. I would either. I mean, I'm assuming they that these people don't even care. Like they just go. <laughs> they just. It's like that's illegal. It's like I don't give a fuck. I'm shooting me Trayvon Martin tonight because uh, that's how I roll, son. Um, and then like, it's either that or I, I, my other plan was to get white chaperones, like take my, get my white friends. Oh, that makes me sad. Yeah. They could all just like vouch for me. Like, no, 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 he's, he's not photography practice. And then we can go in there and, uh, shoot some, some silhouettes outlined in black. Um, this is the Blackout Tips podcast and you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podomatic. Just search the Blackout Tips, leave us five star reviews on iTunes and we'll read them on the show. Even if you don't like the show, um, several people have taken advantage of that policy. And uh, we still encourage you to do that. Moves us up in the rankings and moves us down in our self-esteem when you have <laughs> ah! something bad to say about us. Uh, you can also do stuff like email the show, uh, leave voicemail, 704-557-0186. Um, if you're crazy, don't leave the voicemail. Mm-mm. We prefer not to deal with crazy people on Saturdays. Um, but uh, if you're not crazy, feel free to leave the voicemail. Leave us an email, theblackoutis at gmail.com. Uh, join our premium uh, stuff, man. We have all kinds of premium shows coming up and uh, shows that are already out. So you guys can check those out. Uh, we do have to do a couple movie reviews mm-hmm. for Lucy and Guardians of the Galaxy. Those will be coming out by the weekend. Um, we also have, um, uh, I never talk about this. We have a cafe press store where you can go buy stuff. We only get a dollar per item. Um, so it's not even about making us rich and nope. everything you see is as expensive as it is plus $1. So you can never be like, God damn, this shirt's $30. Yep. That's it's 29. Like, yep. That's as close as we could get Cause it. It's, Cause this dollar was as low as they would allow us to go. <laughs> yeah. But if you want to take pictures in your gear, buy gear, just go to cafe press. That's the way um, to support us. Or you can go to the blackout test.com and it's on the right hand side. It goes like, go check out our store. Um, and we appreciate those people that do that. Yeah, um, take pictures of it. Show, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of people have been doing that. The bugs, their, their sterns, the steins, however you pronounce those, yeah. those cups, uh, their shot glasses and t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think somebody took a picture of the, I'm going to say Martorius K took a picture of his, uh, t-shirt mm-hmm. at the restaurant and said it was the best service he ever had. Yep. So, um, and also don't forget you can, um, do cool stuff like leave comments on the shows, mm-hmm. vote in the polls. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball. And, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. And bullet ball extreme, 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 extreme,
uh, DJ Peanut, yeah, she upgraded. <laughs> yes, she did. To, from MC to DJ now. Um, but yeah, you can uh, check all that out and um, make sure that you support our sponsor, which is tweakedaudio.com. Code TBGWT, you can get 33% off of some nice headphones. We have them. We go to the gym in them. Yeah, here's the, the weird thing. They have this guarantee where you get a lifetime guarantee, right? So if your shit breaks, you just send it back in and you get a new pair. I've had mine for like four months, six months, something like that. They have not broken. So I mm. feel like this weird, like, I kind of want them to break so I can send them in and get some more. <laughs> but then I'm kind of like, damn, these are some sturdy ass headphones. I was they expecting are. them to like break by now and then mm-hmm. I can use the policy because all my other headphones, when I get them, Don't have seem it. to break the second that the 90 day warranty runs out, you know. Right. Um, but nah, these motherfuckers will, they're built for tough. And, uh, yes, they are. I continue to listen to them at the gym with nothing happening. So yeah, and they sound great and they, they fit comfortably in my ears, which is, uh, very new for me. Normally the inner ear headphones don't fit in my ears, but Mine they, either. yeah, but these did. Um, and then they also have, um, the wraparound kind if you want those. Uh-huh. Um, but you can go to tweakedaudio.com, code TBGWT, you get 33% off, you get free shipping and a lifetime guarantee. So I can't give a better ringing endorsement than that, uh, until they break. And then when they break, we'll see what happens. But yes, um, I'm just going to like, chop them up with scissors and send them back in pieces like a <laughs> ransom note and just see what happens like i want my free head on the sir sir that's not <laughs> this is not the deal right these are like scissor cuts um look man you said lifetime guarantee i'm i'm not dead yet how you know my personal chef didn't chop these up right i was i had yeah i had a scissors accident at the gym now i want my free headphones um we have plenty of news to talk about guys all right um Things have continued to happen in the 24 hours since the last show. So I guess we have to cover them. Um, first things first, uh, we have more breaking news. Where's my breaking news music? Oh man, this is sad. We're playing it. We're rocking this beat a lot lately. That's right. Breaking news, breaking news. Day 169 of Solange Gate. That's right. We are still covering it here every minute of the fallout from the elevator uh, kerfuffle between Solange, Jay-Z, and Beyonce and that bodyguard who nobody ever named. Oh, no. I mean, he was I in, know he got a name, but yeah. He was in there, too. He, he ain't getting no... Nobody cares about him. He don't count. Anyway... Uh, Jay-Z's alleged mistress throws shade at Beyonce in new Sorry Mrs. Carter video. That's right. Groupies have gotten access to Fruity Loops and high-definition cameras. (laughs) And now we have have songs. In the world of hip-hop music, opening shots are fired over beats, and rapper Liv... LIV just lobbed some serious artillery at Beyonce. Liv, who has accused, uh, been accused by tabloids of being Jay-Z's mistress, released a video for her new single, Sorry Mrs. Carter, on Monday. And in it, she says she and Beyonce's rapper husband never screwed. How, how, well, why would you? Um, oh. So. Hey. 
wow i guess she's like is this video about to be like all the hand jobs i gave you and never knew it or something like ah. <laughs> okay uh, uh however she does imply that jay-z wanted to oh jeez, and that he still thinks about her today when he's supposed to be with beyonce Ooh, snap says uh this article now oh snap well this is a very so, journalistic credibility i was about to say what school you go to <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was supposed to be oh snap well we all know the uh five uh w's or whatever exactly uh, uh i think it's who what when where and uh shade right yeah. that's yeah. that that's how it goes nowadays or either it's uh shade 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 and shade which right. is all the the questions and, and answers the song which heavily and i mean heavily samples the outcast song sorry miss jackson sounds like she stole the beat continues with the verse i'm sorry miss carter referencing the <laughs> J- <laughs> referencing i know you can't help it real last name and to put uh to rest any doubt about the song's meaning Liv has tabloid cover superimposed on the screen showing headlines alleging her hookup with jay-z wow this is, this is sad what people will do for a hit because mm-hmm. it sounds like she hasn't even fucked this dude Mm-mm. and she's she's really like uh oh i made a cover of, of a tabloid this is my chance for a hit right and mm-hmm. at the end of the day when people know that your name can make them famous they will do whatever you didn't have mm-hmm. sex with him but you you basically made the song about his wife because you know anything with her name attached to it moves units. Which is amazing because this is right. how this is exactly what how What units? Has she got a book or something? <laughs> <laughs> Did she not get enough hugs when she was a kid? Like what does she need? Yeah. I don't know, Amber. You know, it's amazing too, because this is exactly how Anita Baker got her start. I remember it, Thank you though. <laughs> we were all like, You wow. know what? She she's working. She needs more people for her Tuesday night role at the Glass Slipper when she headlines and she wants people to make it rain. That no shade for strippers. I'm just yeah. saying. You know what's funny, man, is oh. like um, it over the last like couple of years, I haven't like because I never really was a big fan of Beyonce, honestly. Uh, which uh, no one come for me. But uh, I know I have. But. Karen, yeah, Karen's always like Beyonce, but like I was like, oh, you playing Beyonce? I'm gonna go upstairs. Yeah, and, I would drive him nuts. He, I think uh, I've known about Beyonce. I used to, I used to um, fuck with Destiny Child, but mm-hmm. you know they had a, you know, I don't think you're ready for this jelly. You know, a few mm-hmm. little hits here and there. But I think I fell in love with Beyonce with her um, B-Day. B-Day. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I think I had an iPod, an iPad, something, iPod. And Roderick gave that to me. And what did he give that to me for? Yeah, it, they better be glad that they don't have like, um, what you call it, uh, tapes. Because mm-hmm. when I tell you, I played that for fucking almost a year and a half straight, like every day. Mm-hmm. He come downstairs and I was dun, 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 dun. I was driving him fucking insane. But, uh, you know, so it, but it's funny because I think all of the negativity towards her and the policing of her feminism and mm-hmm. like white people that don't even listen to like know anything about black culture or black music or just come in and be like she's making young black women have unprotected sex i'm like what what the fuck like it's what like does that gotta do with it's, it's like that thing where it's like everyone's so negative it puts you on the other person's side by default yeah. where you're like mm-hmm. oh well fuck you guys let her just do her music okay guys i'm not gonna listen to it but let her do it you assholes yeah. so like i they have now put me on her side um and shit like this where you know it's like 
she's married she's doing a tour with her husband um every tabloid is like trying to figure out a way to say that they're breaking up and then you have a motherfucker that's just like i'm gonna make a four minute youtube video right about how i I, of course i've never had sex with him that's crazy that's what whores do but (laughs) but i will talk about this man for four minutes let me play this uh video so we can all get a taste of her musical uh talents you know what i was gonna respect you but since you crossed over into my lane time to check you the man he likes model chicks he likes all naturally flawless model chicks like me what up Jay? what up wayne check his video i ain't playing i make songs about my life and style not knowing it would end up in life and style got my name in the news saying things i ain't do um it feels like they recorded the audio um not in a studio oh no this was not the studio yeah the mic doesn't it's only like recorded like in a bathroom because you can hear like that kind of echo the tinny echo in the mic yeah. mm-hmm. um and, and, and that wouldn't like happen the, in a real studio and her and the beat is loud in her voice yeah and she really took outcast beat like there's no like it ain't yeah. even got the like the vanilla ice ding in there or nothing <laughs> she just took that shit it was like uh listen what rhymes with carter we need to see we need to make this happen capitalize on the pandemonium uh, uh what how did she cross into her lane by the way i must have missed it she, she didn't she didn't beyonce mm, okay. said nothing about her beyonce's yeah, how dancing do I... on stage, minding her business. She 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 touring. The, she's over in Paris somewhere, touring, talking about partition, please. Yeah, yeah. you crossed into my lane by having a husband. That is, <laughs> that is how you crossed into my lane. Apparently um, so. Also, this video is all shot in one location, which is uh, the mark of um, not a large budget. Uh, yeah, it is the mark of a very low budget. Uh, you just get a tripod. A camera and one one place. We can do uh, better than let's this. Let's get back to her vocal stylings. Oh Jesus! She sounds like they've had like one conversation. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like that time at a party. <laughs> It was cool. We were talking naughty. And right. that's it. Right. Yeah. He, he, he didn't even say anything sexy to me. And he just talked about hip hop with me. But, uh, yeah, you better watch your back, girl. He came, he came over and asked me what I think of Outkast. And I said, I like stealing their beats. And she it was like, word. That is a little. And then he walked a, away. Yeah, he said, that is crazy. He said, you crazy for this one. And he walked away. You know how he do. Do y'all think Jay Z heard this? No. Yeah, I feel like this. Nobody even tweeted. I, I bet you she's people, crazy. She's insane. <laughs> I bet you his people probably heard that and threw that shit in the trash can. Like I feel like before you do something like this, you need at least like a couple of camera phone pictures of y'all together right you know what i mean like to at least be like remember we hung out three times this is us at dinner uh this is that Ah. time that we had went to the park yes like you know you need some kind of proof or something because this this ain't getting it do you think there was an aj this chick made a song about you who who was that i don't remember her 
remember when you walked by me and you signed my autograph like, I, I don't remember that i'm sorry <laughs> i was with my wife remember when i was in the front row you kind of pointed my direction Ah, like the 50 other people that was in that direction right (laughs) she is creepy it is so stalkery man and thank you she's not see that's the thing it's even in the lyrics she's not even saying you know i'm a bad bitch and i'm his right it's i'm probably am because i can read his mind (laughs) i know he be think i know he be thinking about me Chief death for it to get on Could have been close friends But more than friends Could have been his artist Rita or him I'm sorry Oh, I, I apologize There's another location Her putting on her lip gloss In the, in the lip mirror So That happened Miss Carter Ooh, I am for real Oh, oh wow my. Oh, no That's terrible No, no no. no, no. Oh no. Oh no. Why would she do the chorus like that? It seems like if you're gonna steal Outcast's beat, the obvious way to do the chorus is, I'm sorry, Miss Carter. Ooh. I am for <laughs> it. It seems like maybe yes. I don't know. Maybe I'm the one. Maybe that's when the lawsuits come in. I don't know, but <laughs> I, I feel like maybe we're, maybe, maybe that, we're like, so deep. I got the suit. We're so deep in lawsuit territory. I feel like you need to go all the way. And she went with this very subdued, I'm sorry, Miss Carter. Ooh. <laughs> you know what? That's you know what? They couldn't afford. They could only afford the backing track. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. They, they listened to the original recording. It's like, how did they do this? Did they, like, hire somebody else to sing? Like, wow, outcast. I see why they're, I see why they're so good, man. Um, well, we're going to have you sing the lyrics. Yeah, I, I feel like this this mirror she's in is the same bathroom that she recorded everything in, too. Probably is. Uh it sounds like that that little Kim rap from yesterday. Yeah, I mean little Kim recorded that in her bathroom and threw it on the end of flawless. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she mimicking people. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. These let's gotta hit like she need to be on love and hip hop with the quality of music that she is putting out right now oh yeah she could be like the rest of them be yeah. out there and, and be in the studio and, and i ain't heard an album yet i right. ain't seen a cd sale yeah like this is that love and hip-hop level of like where they only play 20 seconds of the song and then they right. make you start a scene where you're talking to someone else so that it seems like oh we cut away from this hot song so that y'all can see that she does make music but she also likes to throw a bottle at a bitch sometimes like <laughs> they it seems like that's what this song would be good for where it's just like Oh, what are you working on, girl? Oh, you know, I'm just in the studio, you know, doing my thing. Oh, okay, well, cool, cool. Anyway, so I hate your man, and um, I have a sex tape. He ain't expect that. Chicka man, I don't care if you rap. You got a R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Even worse, if you was broke, would they still roll? If you wasn't an eight-figure nigga by the name of Jigger, would they clown you? Would they even come around you? I ain't holding no punches in my point of view. You acting nonchalant for the audience. I ain't just another shawty. You put the naughty on. You got 99 problems. Yeah, um, I really think they've never met at this point. 
right like when she like once you say once you say oh he's just acting nonchalant for y'all you know like oh he act like he don't know me but you know we we go way back you know and and Mm. it's one of the things where he's around beautiful women all the time there's nothing spectacular or special about you you know what would be awesome is if he really was in love with her and he watched this and was crying like like that's the flip side of it that would be cool is he watches like oh i can't believe you put us on blast like this um but uh i don't think i don't know man like one thing that does not compare is uh beyonce's ability to handle herself with class Mm -hmm. even while shaking her ass and showing everybody her vagina is so much higher than this lady this is such a downgrade uh in every single this would be such so, a downgrade yeah so you said so in every way rather be with you making all the money than having a wife who makes more money than he does yeah i'm not um, saying look i'm not saying people don't downgrade when they cheat all the time i'm just saying this is one of those like you it, in in real life he could never win the war of public opinion because it's such a downgrade it is no it is. nobody would everybody no one would forgive him they would just be like this motherfucker lost his mind dog look right. at this girl she has no talent she don't look good as beyonce right and um she has no class to even put something like this out beyonce watched a fight in the elevator and got off like like she did the pageant wave <laughs> right. to the crowd like oh good good morning good morning <laughs> royal subjects royal like subjects. it was another day and walked out like that not very many people are capable of doing some shit like that mm-hmm. i, I would have walked out like god damn these niggas in that fighting y'all but she like walk and she's from houston so she's probably seen some shit but yeah um back to back to the old girl yep that's right guys it's not over it's still two minutes i ain't trying to be one oh, you got God. a good girl yeah and it's already been two minutes by the way but he did kiss beyonce and hold Ooh. her hand what, is this are these wait i think some of these verses are from other things yeah some of these verses that have are, nothing to do with beyonce because no that some of these are lyrics from his songs like she oh, okay. she was quoting lyrics oh, from his songs yeah pimp yeah. by something but relation yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's like but but this but they don't but she used the wrong lyrics that don't apply to this situation right yeah. she said he never kissed you or hold your hand yet yes he does pretty mm-hmm. sure he did at some yeah. point we, yeah yeah there's so many pictures of them at this point. A Google search would end half of this verse. Right. You know, he don't even go and do tours with you and shit. Oh, he, he, oh, he does. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, it's not like he filmed a movie. Oh, y'all did a movie trailer. Oh, well, damn. Uh, he won't have your kid. Oh, y'all have a child together. Hmm. I need to update these lyrics. I overstand, girls can't run the world fighting over men. All my single ladies better keep in mind when them tables turn, you gon' be the white. I'm sorry, Miss Carter. I am for real. Oh, this is terrible. I'm sorry, Miss Carter. You sure Jocelyn ain't in the background? Who? Uh-uh. Jocelyn. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know what's amazing to me is that um despite all of uh the special effects like going to the jacuzzi and oh, being on the balcony show. and all this stuff, um 
she's still a black woman man she will not get her hair wet like she is in that jacuzzi <laughs> right up, up to, to that hairline and she's yeah, like right nope. up to her titties nope will not this will not be touching that she's water like, i don't have the beyonce budget to get this back right so we're gonna have right. to just i don't have hairdressers <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to just roll with me getting um wet just down to my back so yes and me sipping on this uh grape juice right here yeah what kind of wine is that i don't know yeah i don't even think that's real wine <laughs> wait no apology has ever started like this and was good ever i hope you accept my apology but on some real shit what do you think comes after this i'm gonna say not a real apology that and uh this whole thing was pointless yeah i don't even know you exist right she's not gonna hear your apology right probably within another hour or two she's probably get ready to be on stage in some foreign city somewhere yeah like Beyonce is like Gandalf and Lord of the Rings when she right, just great. shows up, releases uh, some shit at midnight, ruins the internet, and then just disappears for six months until the hobbits need her again. Like that's it. <laughs> just shows up, whispers in a butterfly's ear, and then she's like, "Bye, a dragon will be here in a while." And that's that's all you get from Beyonce. She don't really do social media. Like she'll post pictures and shit on Instagram. That's it. Half the pictures aren't even of her. It's like pictures of a donut and then like a picture of a flower mm-hmm. and then a whole lot of you uh comments underneath like bitch i can't believe you tried it putting this picture out you ruined my life i had to take the day off work because you released the album like <laughs> like this there's there's zero percent chance beyonce hears this and goes oh mm-hmm. my god wow yes oh sorry go ahead go ahead i was gonna say i thought gandalf was harry potter uh you're probably right um uh, which one is Wait, there's two old guys that's lord of the rings yeah i think gandalf's lord of the rings and dumbledore's harry potter mm-hmm. there you go sorry it's all sorry. right i'm sorry you know what we're all here to learn from each other oh yeah uh you just tested my nerve right I, now. I get my wizards mixed up all the time but you I know don't you don't step into a real nerd's realm like this you know um i'll be making the song about with outcast beats about you next so. no i wasn't i was asking a question i wasn't mm. questioning you that's that's not how i can't no the beef is on amber it's too late here we go the beat i'm i'm sorry <laughs> miss podcast because i can't say your government name on the air yeah you can i can all right well yeah, i'm gonna be famous one day night only has one syllable so i'm gonna have to work on my lips. p-night you can do p-night amber p-night i'm sorry Miss P-Night. Ooh. Checking my nerve. She was checking my nerve. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot shit. about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's almost over, y'all. I yeah. We got less the than mid-60s when we started this song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but on some real shit. I just love... I gotta go back to the apology part because this is so good. tell our nation's youth go yeah she really tried to turn this into an appeal to the nation's youth it it really listen this song is not even like allegedly jay-z wants to fuck her and it's somehow beyonce's fault like the song isn't even like damn you're a cheating ass filthy motherfucker for trying to holler at me it's 
uh miss carter uh let me tell you about your husband <laughs> you ain't shit bitch like what <laughs> it's your fault it's your fault and she's the lady to do it the woman who just tried to destroy someone's marriage mm. that's some real shit man how you became a wife that's not even an insult she just said it with her eyes rolled and that was it oh you talking about some surfboards surfboards <laughs> all right i think my case has been made just for that i want to play some beyonce after this bullshit oh, a paddock cleanser all right oh, no. all right here we go why don't you tell these girls how to be wise? Because you ain't teach Why don't you tell these girls how to act around your husband? Because you ain't teach them. Why don't you talk to these young ladies? They need ah. you. Somebody has to change it. She does. If you want She's really trying to turn this into a life lesson to talk to Beyonce, but she's the one that's out of maybe I'm losing my mind, but you're out of pocket, ma'am. Like right what like, this is amazing holy shit this is fox news level crazy she, she act like she don't got like stuff that mm. she do for women and girls and speaking out i'm telling it's like honestly man it we're at a point where i don't know how if you pay attention you cannot at least be for beyonce's autonomy at this point like just oh, no. can we just let her do her you know even if you don't like her just let her do her shit yeah it's that thing where um you're just like oh well i don't even necessarily have to like her i just want y'all to stop talking about because y'all talk about her more for this shit than she puts out music like right like if we just yeah that's the boat i'm in yeah if we just went to back to like beyonce putting out music level i think 99% of people that don't even fuck with her would be okay. They just be like, well, look, yeah, she puts out her music. I don't listen to it once a year, once every two years. I just, I'm, I'm I go on with my life. And then we are getting to the point where it's fucking July, uh, August. Right. Her album she's, released in December. She's on tour. Nothing, literally nothing needs to be going on right now. And somebody's like, I'm going to put out a video by her husband because fuck that bitch. Like, wow. The hate is strong. I will. Yes, Liz. Yes, Liz. The invasion has begun. Yeah. What invasion? Oh, thank you, God. It's over, guys. You guys made it, and uh, you all passed the test. You all can be our friends now uh, because you made it through uh, Miss Carter. Uh, Karen, the, Karen, uh, you, uh, the, what'd you say? You requested some Beyonce yes. for this? All right, I'll give you a couple minutes of Beyonce. Thank you. Um, I guess it's the least I can. I'm sorry, audience. It's the least I can do. Is this fine? Is Drunk in Love fine? Uh, how about the new the new song with her? And, you want uh, the flawless remix? Yes. All right, all right. Give me a second because that's not on Spotify. I oh, to, I didn't know it wasn't. That's all right. I know you don't. You don't do the technical stuff. You don't care. Nope. You just uh, put me to work. Like 
Or sometimes shit go down when it's a billion dollars on an elevator. Goddamn, goddamn, goddamn. job is not to rap right <laughs> right her job is not to rap I, th- I i think either she's having conversation with somebody somebody says something she'll be like that'll be good for a rap and they just repeat it <laughs> i really think that's what happens like right she'll be like you know what i can't rap rap but that little phrase right there i'm gonna use that yeah, i'm gonna try it I'm right try and, it. and my thing is like since she's got all this anger and stuff in her heart why didn't she get up with Lil kim yeah yeah i don't uh i don't know yeah Lil kim and her probably Lil kim is now at this point where she probably would have done a a, 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 coast, a a song with live like they could be yeah. in there together talking shit about yeah. people <clears throat> one with the casio keyboard and one from the bathroom <laughs> all right we have news actual news <laughs> you started it um now we you know everybody knows we got mp on the show and uh this subject near and dear to her heart so uh Amber, can you go ahead and just break down uh, what's going on with Israel and Palestine and what side we should be on? We're, we're awake. <laughs> well, I don't want to get beat up. Mm-hmm. And, well, okay, so one, I don't know enough. So I'm not going to talk on it because this, I almost made a joke. I almost made the joke that it's almost like talking to the beehive. Mm-hmm. But that would see that'll get me in trouble too that'll get me in trouble from three different groups now but uh, it's, yeah you're gonna get in trouble now you, you've messed up i know so 
that is that the beehive? Is that the close the door, Karen? The bees are coming in. Hold on. Oh, oh so yeah. So I have opinions that I will not speak to because I'm a coward. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't honestly know enough to back up my opinion of it. So I'm not going to be an ignorant bitch and say something that um, I don't really know enough to speak to. So what do you, you what do you think would happen to you if you did say something bad about Beyonce? Like, what is the worst thing you could imagine? I get called on, put on blast. Everybody's so scared of VHAP. I've never seen them go to work on anybody. I guess I just missed it or something, or maybe because I don't care about Beyonce as enough hey, to, hey, to talk shit about her. Hey, and you don't really talk about her like that. I think that uh, what people fail to realize is that you have reasonable, most Beyonce fans are very, very reasonable. They will not attack you. They will not stalk you. Yeah. They will not cut you or stab you. But you do have some people that are like to the other, to like to like the with the extreme extreme. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that people are afraid of. Those are the people that like put like on Twitter. They might have like a running timeline, and anybody that says anything about her, they're at you. And they, you know, some people do things like type her name backwards and bullshit like that, so they don't have to be bothered with people like coming at them mm-hmm. and immediately yeah. attack, attacking <clears throat> them. You know, because it's one thing. I, if you don't like her, I completely understand. If she's not your cup of tea, I don't have any problem, mm-hmm. you know, with people not liking her, not liking her music. Uh, I think the problem that I have is that a lot of times people take that and they, they go, I, I, the personal slander a lot of times the issue I have. Well, you know, it's just weird, though, because, like, I've talked about her before and whether it was a joke or something, you know, or even if I was just like, hey, man, it's fucked up that, you know, white feminists are coming at her or something or whatever. Like, I might get retweeted or something, but I've never had, like, the, I don't appreciate this joke you made about Beyonce or, you know, and I've never really seen it, but I'm assuming it must happen because people talk about it like it's the scariest shit on the earth. Now, also, it does, I'm probably one of the more, like, uh, what do you call it? I don't want to say confrontational, but I'm not scared to be, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, fuck you. That's what I said. And so maybe that's also it. Cause I think a lot of people are like, I'll quit my Twitter. If people talk bad about me. I'm like, I don't give a uh, fuck. Uh, uh. Yeah. Cause talk about me all day, yeah, all night. Cause you, the, you, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Amber. I'm sorry. You know, what's sad is I, I don't think that I wouldn't like her. I think that I would be a fan, mm-hmm. but it's so uncomfortable it's an uncomfortable universe yeah maybe it she... really is and and when i say come at me i mean i had an incident last okay. year what happened what happened the thing uh, oh you can't talk about it okay i understand look it's when scary. i got sunned you got sunned you know about it the thing oh you talking about where's my 40 acres man listen those, what are you doing to me? Those what guys, you, those guys love you. Old shit. They what, love what, you. We don't need, they they don't love you. Anybody. They love you. Yes, they and, do. Um, that it's fine. It's like family. It, yes. Um, and they, I think they were more. Uh, Brandon specifically was more like, um, you know, he's in the world of like music, so he hears way more stuff about people that don't like Beyonce and he's just like tired. He was fed up with like, damn, these reasons are stupid. You know what I mean? Right, right. He just, like, he wants a better quality of hater, I believe. Yes. And I felt like you dipped your toes in the haterade, but you didn't really like fully immerse yourself. 
and he yeah, he just showed up like an old black man before you commit a crime and was like don't do that you know like, <laughs> i think it's weird because here's my thing mm-hmm. i'll be quick let's reverse it yeah if somebody said it about me i feel like it kind of it would be different mm-hmm. Like, if it's a normie, what I call normal people, if it's a normie, it's like, oh, well, I can't believe that person did that. They, they're some bullshit. Da, 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 da. Right. But when it's her, it's like, what the fuck? Why would somebody say they don't think her face is that pretty? You mean to tell me. But if somebody mm-hmm. writes a blog about me, I am so obsessed with this fucking blog right. that was written about me five years ago that it's like, Oh, that sucks, man. Yeah, we do have sure. different standards for famous people, which, mm-hmm. as a famey, you know, we call you guys normie. I don't know if you got oh, that Lord. But as a, <laughs> as, a as a famey, you know, people that been on TV and uh, things of this nature, um, uh, people whose real name are on iTunes, you know, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> you, uh, we do kind of uh, get it a little bit more than the normal person. And right. And sometimes I think people, people don't see that. forget that we are normal people. Right. And um, when these people are coming for us, we have normal emotions the way that other people have normal emotions. And there's no real disconnect. Like, like for some reason, um, it's like how people feel about athletes where it's like, well, you get paid all that money, so you shouldn't care about. It's like, well, that's not how humanity works. Right. I'm still a person. And if you call me like a sellout coon, Uncle Tom bitch, part of me is going to go, that, well, that hurt my feelings. Like, that is fucked up. You didn't have to do that. Um, but it's like the world has decided, like, you get to a certain level and we can do that. And you're supposed to be like See? stoic. See, and I think that it's different. I think that if a normal girl, mm-hmm. if a, if somebody's friend is like, eh, I think your friend Amber's kind of homely, mm-hmm. that that's worse than, eh, I don't see the big deal about Lady yeah. Gaga. I mm-hmm. think that that's a, that that's, it's haterade to say, uh, you're drinking haterade if you're, if you don't think that Lady Gaga's a big deal. But I, but Amber's homely. I think that that's yeah. terrible. Well, I, I think those two things are unequal. Like I think if you say Amber's not a big deal, um, I would be like, okay, you don't you don't think Amber's a big deal? I'm not gonna fight you on that. There's nothing I can do. But if you said like I think Amber is ugly, I would be like, well, what the fu- who the fuck are you? Like right. I like I actually would be offended on that. Like to me, that would be the equal slight if somebody's like, like when people, uh, for example. Um, last week it was, uh, Beyonce released the, uh, a photo on Instagram of her in the, uh, what is it, Riveter Rosie or whatever, the feminist icon yeah, thing. Yeah, with the, mm-hmm. the fists. Right. And all of a sudden people were writing articles like she, her feminism is what's wrong with, you know, oh, with this and she's the problem and all this. And it's like a, a million people have taken that picture. A million other people kind of yeah. get a pass. Like there's no, Oh, listen, bitch, you need to be taken to task. But it's, it's, it's also like because she's a sounding board for a lot of people's insecurities and stuff. Yeah. You like the the backlash she gets for normal shit that we like that other people could get away with um, that non famous you guys could get away with. Uh, she she ends up, you know, causing a controversy and yeah. being divisive, like, you know, like just by doing something. Whereas opposed, you know, motherfuckers making videos, YouTube videos about her f- trying to fuck her husband and shit. Like, right. that, like that level of insanity. That don't happen to the that most people. happens is just, to me, as a as just a person with rational thought, is like, 
wow that says so much about the people who don't like you right more than anything else and yeah you know i hear you you know and i think what happens is as a friend fan whatever of of other people uh i try to think more on an empathic level and i try to be a little more um cerebral about this shit so like a lot of times when i hear someone going around about like a famous person and how much they hate them i'm like so what's the insecurity on your part that made you get there? And nobody likes talking about that. Cause then you yeah. have to talk about yourself and people are like, no, fuck this. I'm perfect. Like they're the problem. Kanye West. He thinks he's smart. You're like, but why would you have a problem with him thinking he's smart? Right. You think you're smart? Like we all think we're smart. No, fuck that. He don't get to deserve. He make too much money. And right. he dating that. You're like, whoa, okay. This oh. is, this is inside. This is not, right. this is not her. This is not him. It's, it's us, you know? Right, and the, th- the thing about Beyonce, a lot of times people insult her intelligence, people act like she's not smart, you know, and shit like that, but she was smart enough to make a billion dollars, you know what I'm saying? But but, pe- but, but, well, pe- but people try so, to act like like her intelligence, be- because she's not, quote-unquote, she doesn't have a degree, she's not a doctor, she's not a lawyer, she's not doing certain things that people, quote-unquote, attach with being intelligent, uh, people want to say that she's dumb. Yeah. I think it makes people feel better. Yeah, I do too. Because then you get to yeah, be like, I'm is, smarter than you. It's nice. Yeah, it's it's. Um, this has been having this has been happening since time immemorial of like people going after the bourgeoisie. That's that's what satire is. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's going after the the higher echelons. And here's my thing: what is okay? Yeah, well, you know what it is? Um, I think all negative emotion comes from some form of insecurity. Yes. So, and it's like once you, and now you can put whatever value judgment you have on the word insecurity. A lot of people think it's negative. I don't think it has to be. No, not I think all it, the time. I think it's just definition, like something inside of you is lacking or missing. And then we lash out at different targets to like, you know, assuage our, our feelings of insecurity and about justify it. justify them. Um, and I think that to have the discussion isn't bad like no you know like that why do i care that critics hate guardians of, some critics hate guardians of the galaxy you know what i mean like why do i care so much because I, I could just ignore them or just read the articles i do agree with but i'll go find the articles that i don't agree with and be like this motherfucker tried it right mm-hmm. why do i care that um white feminists try to shit on beyonce why do i care that you know what i mean like why do we do the yeah. show and the I think those are interesting discussions, but nobody likes having those discussions. Nope. So we always just end up on like, let's just hate this celebrity together and then let's defend this one. And then let's hate that one. And I think that's just a very weird, um, well, not weird. I just think that we're at that level where we would rather, uh, extrospect. I know that's not a word than introspect. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I feel like that's what's happening, man. Um, cause look at this. We just brought up Palestine and we're back to Beyonce. You know, but less that is fair. You know, um, that is fair. Anyway, uh, I'm not following this enough uh, because it's so complicated and scary. Right. Um, and I'm just because real of... people are dying. And I've seen right. people try to take a side online. And every time someone takes a side, another person takes up and like bring it's like, but they're killing babies. I'm like, oh, shit. And then the other person be like, well, they have a right to such and such. And they're hiding behind the babies. I'm like. I don't know what is happening. Me either. It's but, one of those uh, things. But like, please don't start World War Three over there, y'all. But apparently, the Foreign Office Minister Baroness Warsi has resigned from the government, saying its policy on the crisis in Gaza is morally indefensible. Um, that's right. Uh, UK. 
their uh their foreign office minister was like nope i'm out uh she put on twitter by what this tells us how 2014 we are <laughs> mm-hmm. she put on twitter wow. her resignation she said uh she's leaving with deep regret lady warsey who was previously chairman of the conservative party became the first female muslim cabinet member when david cameron took office in 2010 the prime minister said he regretted that she had not discussed her decision to quit with him before announcing so yeah so she was up in her feelings dog mm-hmm. like anytime you just be like yeah, uh these niggas will get this two-week notice when they notice i'm gone for two weeks right stop it <laughs> but but that's that's the truth that that yeah that's when you mad i've left jobs like that well yeah, that's like, when you know you, you know what wendy's you know what i'll get my check when i get my check and i'll just leave just then they, then they try to punk you and be like bring back your wendy's hat you're like oh really like I'm, what I'm gonna do with this? Floss in my Wendy's hat? You know how the Wendy's hat is so in demand on these streets. I'm like fuck it, take it out my check. Yeah, give me my two dollars fifty cents. No, I don't say take it out my check because that's the whole check. Okay, um, <laughs> that's the whole check. It, it was still a Wendy's check, Karen, and that's 70, oh my bad. One hat is seventeen hours of work. Uh, labor-backed Lady Warsi comments, uh, but Chancellor George Osborne called her resignation disappointing and frankly unnecessary. Hmm. I feel like if I Google him, he's a white man. <laughs> like anytime somebody quits over, I feel like if I Google him, he comes up as like a white Catholic dude. <laughs> it was like, I don't know what's wrong with these female Muslim brown people quitting over principles and shit. Yeah. Who does that? <laughs> Grow up. Jesus. Lady, War- <laughs> Lady Warsi grew up in Dewsbury, West Yorkshire, and worked as a solicitor before entering politics. She was demoted from the cabinet to a middle-ranking foreign office post in 2012, being made minister for faith and communities at the same time. She wrote on Twitter on Tuesday with deep regret. I have this morning written to the prime minister and tendered my resignation. I can no longer support the government policy on hashtag Gaza. Why was she demoted? That's a lot of question. Um, I don't know, Karen. Okay. You're going right. to have to figure that out. I um, will. You know, and fi- also when you come back, let us know which side is right. Oh no! So go on Google. Uh, several bi- <laughs> several backbench conservative MPs have called on Mr. Cameron to take a more robust but robust line with Israel amid con- concerns and action. His actions in Gaza are disproportionate. So that's been the thing. I, I watch Bill Maher, and uh, you know, Bill Maher hates the Muslims. Um, and he does, man. That nigga, he is liberal until you get to some brown people then he's like mm, and now i'm back to conservative i don't relate to that oh lord <laughs> uh lady Warsi's resignation letter says the government policy is morally indefensible and is not in britain's national interest and will have a long-term effect on our reputation internationally and, and internationally and domestically she adds that the decision has not been easy but there is great unease within the foreign office over the way recent decisions are being made so and who knows what kind of backlash like she has to deal with like talking to people and like right. like she probably has to deal with things that they don't even know about and these people probably bringing up issues that aren't being addressed and who knows well how if you disagree problems- well also if you disagree with the policy it's very hard to defend it right you know it's like i'm gonna i'm the foreign i'm the person that's the foreign minister i actually have to be on the front lines going mm-hmm. well uh, the reason we're doing this is, you know what? I disagree too. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. So it's she's like, be- fuck it. Why do I have this job if I disagree? Yeah. And it's very like personal. Like people got pictures of dead kids and shit. It's not going to be like, I'm sure people aren't walking in there with like cool level heads and like, let's oh, discuss no. this 
let's discuss this unemotionally. We don't want to get too tired. Like people are walking in and like, what you going to do about my baby? Right. You know, now you got to sit up there and talk about a policy you don't agree with. Yeah, like, people crying, showing you pictures, like, yeah. and all kinds of shit that like, you like, okay, I can't handle this. It's very complicated, man. If someone wants to write it's us a 17 easy. page email that we won't read on the air, feel free. Mm-hmm. And uh, I promise to send it to spam. Uh, Baroness Warsi has chosen a day with the prime minister is when he was away to hand in her resignation. <laughs> oh, nice. She was like, if I send this now, I know I won't have to deal with it for a day or two. That's a brown person move. Okay. Oh yeah. That is what we yeah. do. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? I'm going to wait till Ken go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is like, f- what time he get off work? That's exactly right. why I'm going to leave this message. She is the, f- <laughs> right, right. That's when you call in sick, but like at 4 a.m., Yep. Because you know who your boss won't be there. At 3.15. Hey, I'm not going to make it today. Just check your messages. Uh, she is the first minister in four years of coalition government to resign over a matter of policy. She clearly believes is probably the most prominent British Muslim politician in the country that she can no longer stand by a prime minister and a government that she feels is using morally indefensible policy when it comes to Israel and ongoing con- the ongoing conflict in Gaza. The conservatives traditionally have close ties to the Israeli government, and it is far more difficult for David Cameron and those at the top of his party to speak out more strongly about Israel than others who have a different policy. Um, so she goes on to say, I may be, I must be able to live with myself for the decisions I took or the decisions I supported by staying in the government at this time. I do not feel that I can be sure of that. Well, I support anybody taking a stand on principle like that, man. I mean, especially. Yeah about war you know even without knowing you know all the details i could definitely understand how you would be like yeah man i don't want to or this is too heavy or it might be affecting a home life like you never really know about shit like that right like as long as it's not for bigotry i can understand you know i Mm -hmm. the only stages i hate is when it's like i will not be a police officer for gay people i'm like okay now that dude I mean, good, he resigned, but fuck that dude. With her, right. it's, it's kind of like, I understand, it's complicated, dog. So, yeah. anyway, so that's the answer, guys. That's the side you should be on, um, what we just read. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, Israel versus Palestine is what I'm writing this down in the show notes as. And uh, we'll probably make it the poll, all right? So you guys can all pick a side. And remember Amber's com- uh, commentary, which is that it's a lot like Beyonce. Uh, a man, <laughs> a man got arrested, uh, for going on the Woody Allen movie set and throwing furniture at people. Oh, was he to help? Um, okay. Yesterday we covered an article where, uh, someone wrote a defense of Woody Allen not hiring black people mm-hmm. or writing any roles for black people in his movies. Um, and, uh, we put it on fucking with black people. And, uh, the, I didn't have a problem with, with I think we all gave it 25. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't necessarily have a problem with him not writing black roles, but I've seen his movies. There's no reason you can't just like make a black, like if a black actor was the best for that fit, they could do it. Yeah. So, you know, it, I still feel it's a cop out when people go like, well, if he wrote the role, it'd be super racist. Like, or he could just make a black person the other character like would you go to like would you watch blue jasmine and be like no fucking way man no way a black dude at a party Mm -mm. no that doesn't even make sense why would louis ck's character be black like it it, it, it wouldn't change anything fuck woody allen his child fucking incestuous self Mm -hmm. go to hell go to hell you child Ah. fucking son of a bitch i'm on your side with this 
um the man arrested at rhode island woody allen's uh i mean his rhode island woody allen uh movie set don't say that three times uh-huh. a man is accused of throwing furniture um he's been arrested and charged with assault uh he tossed a chair and assaulted security guards he was doing it all mm-hmm. the set is near brown university only brown that he's gonna cast in those roles you know what i'm Hell. saying guys up top everybody you guys uh you guys know what i'm saying out there <laughs> he's saying that set up yeah um so uh security guards tell uh the tv station that the man went to the set and began asking weird questions about the movie stars including emma stone joking phoenix and parker posey i'm assuming he was like are they black is there any black people in this movie what about Emma Stone? Is she black? Oh, sir, please calm down. Joaquin Phoenix, that sounds like a black name, but it, I bet he ain't black. Oh, sir, we're going to just put the chair down. Put the chair down. Um, yeah, police identified the, identified the man as Mark Spiridakos. Sounds Greek. Guess the race. Um, they say he ran from the set and was tackled. That's always funny. I wish they got that recorded. And then was taken to the hospital with a head injury. And that's also funny. Uh, Spiridakos can't be reached for comment in the hospital, but he did say, uh, when asked what the day was, gravy on mashed potatoes, uh, sunflower rainbows. That's what he said. <laughs> I don't know. He had a, he had a head injury, Karen. I don't know. It's unclear whether he has a lawyer. Um, so, uh, yeah, Woody Allen said getting, getting fucked up. People tossing chairs, um, in protest. Uh, I just thought this was cool. I really don't have a lot of commentary, but Jeff Goldblum, uh, went to somebody's wedding, uh, who got, they got married, um, and they had like a giant Tyrannosaurus Rex as like a, in the picture. Mm-hmm. And, um, he went to their wedding and like posed in the picture with them all running from the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Cool. Right. Like that's, that's the kind of celebrity I would want to be, you know, like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> self-aware. Cute. Yeah. He, now he's not getting it full stride, but you can see him. He's kind of getting it in there. Uh, I really like the guy who's third from the, uh, from the right. Yes. He is putting in that work. <laughs> he, he totally sold out for the part. Like, I really appreciate that dude. Um, he's like, I'll make this pick worth it. Yeah. He's like, I am fabulous action. Let's go. Um, but yeah, I just thought that that was pretty cool. No, no major news there. Um, a man was annoyed with, with a kid. So he no went surprise. to, mm-hmm, he went to Burger King and confessed on Reddit that, uh, he had to get this off his chest. It turns out it was so slow, um, at Burger King because they had one trainee on cash during the lunch hour rush. All I can think of is how people behind me ruined my splurge and gave me this headache. Then I, I then decided to ruin their day. I ordered every pie they had left in addition to my burgers. Oh, Tur- shit. Turns out to be 23 pies in total. I take my order and walk towards the exit. Moments later, I hear a woman yelling, what do you mean you don't have any pies left? Who brought them all? Oh. <laughs> I turned around to see the cashier pointing at me, pointing me out with the woman shout- shooting me a death stare. I stand there. I pull out a pie, and I slowly start eating it as I stare back at her. <laughs> She starts running towards me, but can't get to me because the other lineups in the food court. I turn and slowly walk away. Well, is this the, the start of a novel? I don't know, but it's it's like on Reddit they have like the pie bandit. <laughs> you could go confess though. Um, Jesus. On there, and I guess this was his thing. I just thought that was another sh- uh, short, cute story. Um, Robert Ford's role 
in uh a play about the toronto mayor rob ford has been cast they found an actor um it'll be called rob ford the musical birth of a ford nation oh canadians man they're just not not as funny as, as us Birth of a drug addict, birth of a coke fiend. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Ford Nation means something up there. Maybe. Yeah, they know. use different language than we do. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah those hosers. <laughs> um, but just uh, that's all the Canadian I know. I'm sorry. It'll happen. It's, the thing is, it's scheduled to debut a month before he seeks re-election. Oh, that you know what? Mm-hmm. To have that type of nerve, mm, they tried it. That's amazing. For him to rerun is amazing. Yeah, exactly. And how to get reelected. You know, it's crazy to me because this is and this is my own black, um, you know, black insecurity. But I immediately thought like, oh, so Mayor 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 Barry couldn't get no no play. Okay, so the white white crackhead mayors. Y'all get plays and shit. Y'all got whole musicals and shit. <laughs> Black crackhead wow. mayor get a couple of jokes on fucking Comic View and Def Comedy Jam, but he ain't get no fucking Broadway play. I know that much. It ain't the same. Yeah, which I which I know is bullshit because if they did that, I'd be like, oh, so a black man problems got to be funny for the whole world to see. Like, I would have been just as hypocritical. Like, ah! The other way, like, I, I would have loved to see it. What do you think the soundtrack for that would have been? Man. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> been like, uh, uh, maybe <laughs> what was the what was the um uh maybe it'd be like rent, but it'd just be called crack. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know, it'd just be about. Um, oh, you think we living just enough <laughs> for the city? It could be like. <laughs> It could be like, uh, what the fuck was a uh, cat on a hot tin roof, but it'd just be like uh, crack on a hot tin roof or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I got nothing. I'm just cooking, cooking that crack <laughs> on this hot tin roof. Yeah. Just hands. Yeah. Um, Wait a minute. Did you just make that up or is it a musical too? <laughs> oh, I made that up. <laughs> okay. I think Karen made that up. Yes, I did. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but it do sound cool, don't it? It did. I thought I was, I was like, oh, it's a musical too. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, um, but uh, yeah, I I don't know what the musical would be like, but I would love to hear people singing about some uh, crack. some crack and stuff like it's that. It's a hard crack life for, for us. Stop it's a hard it. crack life for us. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. When nope, you stab nope, me, nope. you get stuck. <laughs> How's your shit? Cause I'll steal it. It's a hard crack life. Uh, yeah, maybe that's what it would be, Karen. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. How's your shoes? Cause I'll steal them. How's your purse? Cause I'll get it. It's a hard crack life. <laughs> okay, I, I want to move on. But I feel like I feel like you you have not mined this well for all all the way done yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got one! I got one! I got one! Mm-hmm. Best little crack house in Texas. Boom! Boom. Thank you. That, there you that, go. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, that that that's a real good one. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to see that play. Yep. Um, but I said, did you have any music you wanted to play? No, there's no music for. I don't have music. There's I don't have like instrumentals for musicals, and I don't. 
no broadway plays to the level oh, i don't know of, it either i'm just making yeah. shit up as i go um all right let's let's move on to something more constructive here uh kanye west yay <laughs> i was i was expecting a sigh uh no i love kanye mixed it up me on too me. uh all right so kanye west got uh remember he beat that dude up for uh calling his wife a nigger lover um which uh you know what i'll allow it uh, <laughs> <laughs> you'll allow it yep. that they're playing i'll say that i'm typically against violence but there's uh, i understand i don't say he should have <laughs> done he shouldn't i'm not saying he should have done it should just call the cops say you're being harassed but uh you get that call from your wife crying it's very difficult to just be like well we'll just let the police handle this matter because yes, she's gonna be very emotional talking to you and she's not gonna yeah. be pleased would you like me to put would you like to put me on speakerphone and i'll talk to the man nope you gotta gotta go down there and go to jail mm-hmm. uh kanye west newlywed affirmed under oath uh that he is the smartest celebrity you've ever fucking dealt with to a lawyer of a photographer west is accused of beating in a brawl last july so this is actually for that dude who got all up on him and he ended up pushing the dude on the ground by the way beating so, yeah come on exactly so overrated that was not a beating Jesus. he just pushed that man to the ground i hate i hate those worst TMZ cameras. worst case scenario shove right yeah you know what it is it's like the, uh, I know you don't really watch sports, but the TMZ cameraman dudes are like Dwayne Wade, where like, if you touch them, they just like hit the ground, like, oh, I'm done. It's like right. the World Cup people, where it's like, oh, my leg is exploding from the inside. I'm gonna die. And then it's like, uh, we're not throwing a card. Oh, well, I, okay, well, I'm all good then. Let's, let's get back to the game. Sorry, everyone. My mm-hmm. bad. Uh, I, I'm hopping off the stretcher. Cause they, they want to be the story but uh yeah but i hate them for that because it's all like hey kanye west kanye west how many black dicks did your wife suck you, huh hey jo- kanye west uh do you like being a nigger hey kanye west kanye west uh why your daughter got a big head oh he touched me i'm dying oh oh my knee i think i need a, a seven a billion dollars it's the only way that i could get over this right like what assholes they should be able to tase them on will right <laughs> uh the deposition transcript which was acquired by tmz reveals west had some unkind words for daniel ramos a paparazzo who sued the rapper west struck a plea deal with ramos's lawyers in march but ramos was still determined to bring to bring west to court after he allegedly smashed his camera and beat him Oh, so he was going to settle, and he was like, fuck that, huh? Well, he said they struck the deal, so they agreed to the deal, and then he still took them to court? Why? Mm. You got your money? What the fuck do you want from me? Well, right. you know what? That's why he showed up with an attitude. Right, because he was like, I could have been doing something motherfucking else. You agreed, and then all of a sudden you backed out. I don't. Does he think he's going to get more? Stuff like this is my dream, by the way. Like... To get beat up by a celebrity? No. Like, oh. where you fuck with someone like Kanye West and just, like, and now we're going to record all his words while he's angry. Like, I wish I, like, if I could have paid per view to watch this live, I oh, would have. It'd have been great. Because he always says, like, he's crazy, but crazy in, like, a brilliant way that I find interesting to hear, no matter how many times or how long he talks. Like, whether it's the narcissism like the anger the kind of pro-black shit that he throws in there sometimes i don't give a fuck man i'll listen to all of it because i just think it's so interesting um and i do not apologize for that 
uh in the deposition west is recorded saying i'm the smartest celebrity you ever fucking dealt with i'm not britney spears uh britney Shade. spears said what um <laughs> worst part is he probably meant jessica simpson uh but whatever uh i mean yeah, in, same difference. he said i mean in the 60s people uh, used to hold up die nigger signs when my parents were in the sit-ins also Ramos' lawyer asked West if he believes celebrity struggle is equivalent to that of blacks in the 60s, in which he responds, yes, 100. I equate it to discrimination. I equate it to inequalities. I know he does. He thought, he thought Kanye wasn't going to double down. That's what right. happened. Right. Like, 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 <laughs> I don't think he realized who he's talking to. Exactly. Ka- Kanye is black, but as far as Kanye is concerned, he has the same privilege as the white people y'all talk to. So he's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might look like a nigga, but I'm gonna talk to you just like anybody else would. Well, actually, it's funny though, cause the dude quoted Kanye's lyrics and said the N-word, and he said, you need to ask for a hall pass to say the N-word around me. I said, God, like, why can't I be around when he does shit like this just so I can walk over, high five, and go sit down? Like, like I'm in love. <laughs> a hall pass (laughs) i love him and he was quoting kanye's own song that's that's why it's great that's so great man i don't give a fuck about that you need to excuse yourself from the table mister uh you said excuse yourself from the table he uh he uh kanye west believes celebrities are a minority group discriminated against paparazzi Rightfully still holding on to this notion that I make dope shit. Wes ex- explains to Ramos' lawyer, I'm in the business of trying to make dope shit for the world. You're in the business of representing scums and trying to make as much money as long as there's a, this lapse in the law. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what else is cool, too, though? Um, especially after what we just talked about with Beyonce. Are celebrities the new niggers of the world? Absolutely not. Mm, okay. So, you th- so like, but we definitely can... We do feel that we can say anything we want to about them with no repercussions. Right. Now, I'm not saying, obviously, it's not equivalent. No, like, not, not equivalent. They, but, it's not like they can't but, go to a, I mean, well, some of them can't go to a store, but, but, but you know I, what I mean? For good reasons. Like, yeah. people are like, I love you so much. If you walk by me, I'll, you will not be able to get past me, right? But, like, this idea that we can, like, say and do anything to anything. them. Like, I can, like, I see your wife call her a nigger lover you beat me up and then i sue you right like no it's kind of weird they're a vul- okay they're vulnerable because of their position in the same way that um some dignitaries need to have bodyguards or secret service mm. it doesn't make them oppressed There's a difference between being oppressed and being vulnerable. And Mm -hmm. I think that this is kind of the trap that white people fall into is just because a bad thing happens to you Mm -hmm. or there's a nuisance that happens, even if it's, you know, even if it impacts your life in a mild way, there's a difference between that and actual oppression. And so I don't buy into that, but no, I understand. I'm not, I was just proposing the question because the other thing too, is like, um, we've decided what their worth is for them. Right. So even if a guy like Kanye West is like, actually, I don't want paparazzi following me around and I don't want, like, I'm not about that type of fame. I want to do my music more than anything else. We've decided like, no, you get, you should be happy. You get the most, attention and everyone else in the world has decided that that attention is valuable 
So you should be grateful and, and nothing else. And he gets no say so in that. And and it's, yeah. and it's one of those things where, uh, it's one of those things where to an extent I understand what you're saying because it's like when it comes to being famous, it's like you just have to deal with whatever the fuck we say, we do, have a bad we talk about you, how we treat your family members, how we stalk you, how you don't have a private life. You just have to deal with all that bullshit, and the money should suffice. But they're still a human being, and people try to separate humanity from that. Just like in the other way, we can demean you, degrade you, talk about you, treat you however we want to treat you, and you just have to fucking deal with it. So yeah. I understand that from it's weird perspectives. Too. It's weird, too, because, like, Kanye is the, um, uh, uh, to me, this weird intersection of arrogant, asshole, could be rude, inappropriate at times. But also he is brilliant. And, mm-hmm. You know, like, he, like, a lot of people stopped liking him the second he called his shot, which was a long time ago. He's like, I'm going to be the fucking biggest act in hip-hop. And people are like, whatever, motherfucker, make these beats. And he did it. And so I can, I can only imagine that level of arrogance because people decide like what level you should be able to get to with their approval. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like it's, you know, it's kind of like, uh, Amber was talking about that blog and she's brought it up on her show before, but like where like someone has decided for you, like Amber, this is how much appreciation you should be able to get and anything more than this. Uh, then then fuck you you know what i mean and it's like you who gets you don't get to decide like right. you like if 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 i am being appreciated if i am confident in myself and i like this shit that's it like you don't get to fucking come try to take that away from me so i feel like conflicted because i'm kind of i'm always on kanye's side of like yeah man you should be able to just do yourself your shit call yourself a genius if you want to we don't mm. do this thing when white people do it like we, you know, if it's, uh, if it was Bono saying that fucking YouTube was genius, we just go, well, he's right, man. You know, they made a lot of good music. Kanye does, and it's like this sideshow hip hop shit. So white people can laugh at it. And they, you know, there's always this tongue in cheek, like, look at, look at the nigger trying to, uh, <laughs> talking about he's making, he's right. making classic music, whatever. Uh, meanwhile, it's still number one on all the charts and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's what's happening with Kanye where like, on the one side, I'm a hundred percent for him, and then the other side, I'm like, "But he is an asshole." You know what yeah, I mean? I'm, oh, I'm, of course, yeah, yeah he I, totally is. Yeah, I'm. I'm not excusing him being an asshole at all. Mm-hmm. I just think we live in a society where, if 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 you are black and you you tell people and you proclaim what you're getting ready to do, and you be like, "Look, I think I'm famous, or I want to do this, and I want to do that," because our culture has shackled itself to uh, your goals can only be but so high or you can only do but so much um a lot of time and then when you begin to accomplish these things you begin to put fear in people and all the jealousy because a lot of the kanye hate comes from jealousy a lot of it is because he's an asshole i'm not gonna say that either Mm -hmm. but a lot of it is because his jealousy his cockiness like once you get to a certain level you have got to have so much self-confidence that can't nobody shake that in order for you to say what you're going to do and then accomplish it. I don't know, guys. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it. I really think that I'm going to chalk up a lot of this to his cockiness. Because mm-hmm. I don't... I I agree with you. But he is really, really Kanye-ish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what you know, I, that's what I just said. I agree with you with the jealousy that. and all that stuff. Yeah. But 
I, I think that there are people like if he had a twin brother and they were a duo act, I don't think that there, I think that there would be people split down the middle. Like I'm a Wanye fan, but mm-hmm. I can't stand that Kanye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like that's the thing that I, that I was saying is it's conflicting because on the one hand I'm like, but he's an asshole. Right. So yeah. it's like, it's, I do I like think the asshole part. I'm not conflicted at all. Well, <laughs> I mean, but just like you just said, though, people don't like him because of the idea of, like, he is cocky and off-putting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And while, personally, that's my jam, yeah, I, I, underst- him, I understand why people are like, yeah, I don't like that dude. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't walk around being like, well, it's, it's because he's black because I'm like, he's also an yeah. asshole. You yeah. really can't prove any of this shit now right. dude, i suspect yeah. a lot of it you know what i mean it's like because he's black yeah yes. like you'll hear the coverage from certain shit and you're like this sounds a little bit like you think you think this is all funny because he's black and then but then i can't prove it because he is also an asshole yeah exactly so, <laughs> it's, like, it's, a, it's a yeah yeah he, don't, he doesn't help his case here's a there you go there you go here's a person that helps her case chinese socialite gu mei mei or uh, maybe it's Mimi. Sorry. That's I like a, that. It's not racist at all. <laughs> Guess the race will be coming up later, guys. Place your bets. Place your bets. The 23-year-old. I'm sorry. It's all right. You're from Boston. <laughs> You're from Boston. Um, He's 20- so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She's from Boston, everybody. The 23-year-old Kim Kardashian of the East appeared on state TV in an orange jumpsuit to apologize for her history of alleged illegal gambling and prostitution in the midst of the country's faltering earthquake relief effort. Go, uh, used to work for the Red Cross. Uh, yeah, we almost covered this the other day and I didn't, but, uh, she, they, like, it was so crazy. Um, apparently, um, she was like working for the Red Cross and they spent money on like cars and like prostitution. For the Red Cross? The money that they got from the earthquake that happened like years ago. Wow. Mm hmm. Uh, so, you know, she got in super duper trouble for that. Or uh, now she's getting in trouble for it. Of course. These people gave it to help these people and you, you blundered on bullshit. Yeah. She used to work for the Red Cross. They let her go because the organization said her reputation was hurting donations. Of course. <laughs> she became an internet celebrity in 2011 after posting the pictures, pictures of herself on Weibo and Maserati's, I mean, Maserati's and private planes as one does. You know how we do <sighs> She became infamous after her Weibo users pointed out that she worked as a commercial general manager for the government-linked Chinese Red Cross. The Red Cross now denies mm. that she ever worked for them, and how Google made all her money remains unclear. Oh, uh, cause they they was like, look, we got to we got to deny she worked for us because we still want people to give us money. Yeah, I mean it's hurting because it's like we need earthquake money for these people that you know were affected by this. Yeah, and then polished you got, out here, they they don't have running water. Like even though it's been years ago, it still takes billions of dollars to get this shit corrected. And meanwhile, you got pictures of her flossing on jets and shit like Rick Ross. <laughs> Offer their money. Yeah, uh, that's probably why the Chinese government propped her up on TV just hours after the earthquake hit on Sunday to apologize to the country. She explained that she made money as a car girl and by gambling, not as a government employee. Because of my vanity, I've made a very big mistake, she said. So basically, they made her get on national TV and apologize so people will give money to the Red Cross this time because people were so turned off by her last time. Right. That's crazy, man. They was like, if you don't get up there, they they must have uh, 
and she was in a jail suit you know what i mean well oh uh, they must have threatened to kill her mama i hope it worked it says because of my vanity you know what Uh i'm not against that Uh, i'm not against that would you apologize if it was you would you uh if i was uh yeah i wouldn't want them to suffer that's big of you, man. What if it wasn't true? What if you really had, what if you weren't a call girl uh, and you had been flossing with Red Cross's money? Would you still apologize and make up the call girl story? Wait, wait, wait. Would I make, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, wait, yeah. huh? People, if I was okay. really a call girl, then I, wait, here, here, which question are you asking? All right, here it is. People suspect her of taking the Red yes. Cross's donation money from the first earthquake and spending it on mm-hmm. all this shit. That's what they suspect her of doing. Yes. But then, yes. so then people were like, I'm not donating to the Red Cross after this latest earthquake. So then they put her on TV and she was like, actually guys, I was a call girl and I was gambling. That's how I actually made the money. So I apologize. Yes. And please donate to the yes. Red Cross. Now I'm yes. saying, assuming that is not true. She was, let's say she wasn't a call girl. She just stole from the Red Cross and was out there balling. Oh. Would you, if you were her, would you go on TV and lie and say, no, I'm a call girl and it's because of my vanity? Oh, no. Okay. No. I But I, 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 no, no. Okay. But if you were a call girl and shit, you would go out there and say. I'd be like, listen, I'm a hoe. <laughs> that's how i got this, that's how i got this money you go out there miss alone. donate yeah. please i'm donating i, I yeah. had yeah. two jets go out there and be like <laughs> now the red cross that's what yeah. don't don't punish the red cross yeah. because i won't i exactly. choose to suck some dicks amber will be on tv like i'm sorry miss carter um yeah mm. i i just i like to sincerely I apologize those dicks. <laughs> i sincerely <laughs> i just <laughs> sincerely apologize wrong with that Uh, also to the people especially to those who need to receive help but haven't she says um according to cnn she confessed to police that she would charge 100,000 yon which is 17,400 dollars for one night with her the timing of her apology is fishy however as she was arrested for illegal gambling a month ago um, oh, which is funny is why mm-hmm. she was in that suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has not had a trial. Her recent arrest pertained to charges of a running an illegal gambling operation and prostitution ring in Beijing, not misrepresenting herself as a Red Cross staffer. So it's a bit odd to see her popping up on TV now, but China Central Television has also run pre-trial confessions of other internet celebrities in recent months, turning famous suspects into scapegoats in the government's sweeping crackdown against corruption, vice, rumor mongering, foreign meddling and other unwanted behaviors yeah they really into that control like mm. we rule. yeah you know what i've i forgot that it was china she didn't do that yeah I don't she, think she, she 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 probably she stole been, yeah she blew that money and it was party and it was like yeah. look you better come out here and do yep. something or else we're gonna kill your whole family mm-hmm <laughs> You know what's serious? You know what's crazy is, um, yeah. Well, you know, Karen is our international uh, politi- political correspondent of the show, ah! so sh- I'm sure she knows how China politics go. Um, what's crazy is, um, she's hot, but she's not like uh, Japanese opai hot. I'm not paying 17 G's for this. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, ma'am. Like, I need w- way more titties in my face for 17 G's. Um, that's just me, though. Um, all right. Um, and, you know that was a terrible scandal uh actually they have an article detailing it um but uh yeah she uh 
she got herself in trouble says six years earlier when a much greater earthquake ravaged neighboring the Sichuan. oh i love that i love that shrimp uh province uh, extinguishing <laughs> extinguishing some 90,000 lives the state run red cross society of china was flooded with generous yes. donations from china from the chinese people nationwide this time however their fears of public won't be as generous and that's all because of a 23 year old maiden named gal may may who once claimed to be a commercial general manager of an entity related to the chinese red cross she almost single-handedly ruined their reputation in 2012 when she posted pictures of herself jet-setting in business class, cavorting in a Maserati and Lamborghini. Um, and today, the Red Cross, nation's, nation's biggest charity, is having to plead with the public to focus on the devastation in Yunnan and forget about the scandal. Yeah, uh, they want that money. Mm-hmm. Showy displays from China's Novu Rich aren't anything new, but Gao shattered confidence in the Chinese charity at a time when the public had already begun to question just how aid organizations spent their money. In the wake of the Gao affair, donations to the Chinese Red Cross dipped. Uh, her notoriety was such that someone designed a fake time cover with her pretty pouting image on it. Well, now, is that really... <laughs> that's just Photoshop. Is that really, like, notorious? You know what I mean? Like, couldn't we do that with anyone's picture? Mm-hmm. And... You know, not try to be like, yeah, guys, it's, uh, you know, it's actually not, um, not that. But, uh, yeah, here's our picture, um, uh, from the time that they photoshopped. Um, so if you got 17,000 a night, everybody, that's what 17 G's a night gets you. Um, man, 17 G's a night, she got to do everything. Even stuff I don't want to do, she got to do it. 17 G's, I don't like, I'm not into that all that, but uh you gonna have to we have to do things with like cross off my bucket list. It's like I never had I never had sex jumping off a parachute. Like we gotta do it. On Sunday, the same day as when the tremor tumbler of at least six point one magnitude struck Yunnan, Chinese uh China's state run media released highlights from a confession she made in which she owned up to various misdeeds, such as helping to run a legal gambling ring in Beijing and offering sexual services, including $60, a $60,000 evening tryst. Man, who was that dude? Woo! It's Kanye West? Jay-Z? Um, well, <laughs> anyway, she got arrested last, last week. I mean, last month. And now she's in a detention center in Beijing. Um, they aired, they aired images of her stripped of makeup and clad in a prison orange dress, orange vest, I mean. Another alleged gambling ring member was quoted by Xinhua describing Gao as particularly evil and unscrupulous. So, <laughs> she's, she's particularly evil. I mean, I'm evil, you know, cause I'm in here too. But she's but really evil. Let me tell you, her evil is like a 10. Mine is like a 6. Yeah, all I, I did was stab a few folks. I wasn't trying to take the red cross down. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has an unsavory family background, a father with a fraud conviction, and a mother who ran a sauna. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Her mother. Mm-hmm. And an aunt once suspected of harboring prostitutes and an uncle jailed for drug trafficking. So her whole family is, is thug life. Um, Jeez. Mm-hmm. So there you go, man. That's the, that's the inside dope. That's why you guys come to the Blackout Tips. Right. Um, let's talk about black people watching. Uh, by which I mean, hey. mm-hmm. <laughs> by what I mean, hey. uh, what shows do black people watch? Oh, yeah. Buzzfeed released a uh, new premium cable rating uh, study that talk about the shows that they're actually paying us attention. Hey, black people watch based on audience composition. Uh, based off of Twitter. 
Um, let me see. Premium cable beginning with HBO has led quality programming revolution that has spread so virulently through television that there aren't enough hours to watch everything you like. It's not. But it hasn't always featured a tonnage of lead actors of color. There are, conspicu- there are conspicuous and imminent exceptions. HBO's The Wire. And there have certainly been shows with diverse casts, such as HBO's True Blood and Showtime's The L Word. Yet, as star CEO Chris Albrecht put it in on an earnings call last year, there are audiences who pay for HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, and Stars who are underserved in the current television landscape. The show Albrecht was referring to when he made the comment with Stars Power, which finished its first season Saturday night and has been renewed for a second one. Uh, the creator, Courtney Kemp Abgo- Agbo, who, as a woman of color, uh, is not Shonda Rhimes, uh, but she is an extreme rarity. Because uh, I believe that Shonda writing everything right now. Yes, she is. An executive produced mm-hmm. by Curtis Fifty Cent Jackson. Power is a crime story about the tangled life of Ghost, uh, which is a drug dealer played by Amari Hardwick, a club owner, drug dealer, cheating husband, and father. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, all the stereotypes. All wrapped up in one. In Power, Albright has seemingly gotten what he hoped for. Uh, what, she, what he hoped for in his first season, the show has the highest concentration of African American viewers since The Wire. Yes, because if you have black people to go, I want a, 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 a cast that has black lead, leading roles, they was like, this is it. Yeah, you know, it's also that thing, too, where, like, um, people claim they want all this positive shit with black people, but it's bullshit because nothing yeah. on TV is positive and right. no one watches positive shit anyway. Like, if this shit was Not like... all the time. Yeah, if it was like, we're going to make it about um, a black dude who's a lawyer who makes nothing but great moral choices people like turn this boring shit off when is he gonna do something fucked up because that's that's tv and it's not exclusive to black people it's it's everybody it's right tony soprano it's uh uh nucky uh from um uh, boardwalk empire it's uh you know true blood which has murder every two minutes like no one well i need people to admit that no one actually wants to watch like good shit Mm, what do you mean? Like, like everything you watch anything, don't need to be a documentary. Like what? What do you yeah. watch that is not about morally compromised people? Oh, okay, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I thought you were making the point that like stereotypical stuff because I was poo pooing that it's some drug story again. Yeah, yeah, I don't care about the drug shit one way or the other. Like I don't even like this series. I watched it and I was like, man, um, but um. No, but no, I just mean like in general, like people don't like scandal because Kerry Washington is cheating with the president. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, but yeah, everything's would, complicated. Yeah. Who the fuck would watch the show if she was just like, I am a strong black woman and I'm not doing that. Right. Like the this, this show would be five minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that is wrong, sir. And I will not do it. I'm like, all right. I don't want to watch this show anymore. <laughs> I need her to do something. To make everybody's blood boil. Like, yeah, they gotta tell you a compelling story. Yeah, like you have to be morally compromised or there's no fucking interest in the show. Mm-mm. And I do think that is a weird double standard that some people place on black stuff where it's like, right. oh, you got a black person doing such and such? I hate that. He's a, you know, like, for example, in this case, he's a black dude, he's a drug dealer. Now, if you watch the show, he's not like a street level tough blood drug dealer. He's more like, uh, drug dealer you would find in like say a sopranos or something right like a mob mm-hmm. boss mm-hmm. that being said i guarantee you the majority of people if i described it to them will have the same reaction that amber had which is really we're selling drugs again 
and then you go check with a lot of those people and they're like well breaking bad is one of the greatest shows of all time it's like well that's just a white dude selling drugs right like yeah i just don't care about white people right we just don't exactly we don't give a fuck if they look bad because they white yeah it's different for them yeah this is why i have a rating system for a reason Mm -hmm. and you know and i gave the wire a chance and i'm so glad i did and my whole thing was I don't need one more show of black people acting up. And I gave it a shot and it was the best thing ever. But I hope it's like, do I have to do another fucking rating system of like, Mm -hmm. okay, are we going to have seven, the wires of just seven amazing shows about black drug dealers? Right. Like, am I going to have to have, okay, after four amazing drug dealer, black drug dealer stories, you'd start like losing points like the fifth amazing one loses points and mm-hmm. it's like it, it's the point of diminishing returns after that you like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. can oh say? and and i guess for i guess for me i don't care about us looking good bad or indifferent i just want a story that i'm willing to watch and i think that we also need to have the right to be portrayed in different manners you know, it don't always have to be drug dealers. It could be other platforms. But, you know, a lot of times we never get a chance to get these other platforms. Well, here's what's because uh, I'm about to go down the list. Mm-hmm. Here's what's crazy. We already have a lot of diversity on TV. We do. We don't mm-hmm. actually we either we won't watch it or right. because only we watch it is not enough people watching it. Because um, a lot of times the culprit to a lot of this shit is white people. And nobody wants to talk about that because we feel like white people have no racial responsibility to support diversity so it's like well of course white people didn't watch this show and it got canceled because white people there's a white people in it or the white person there's not a lead white person and it's a black about a black person so we kind of let them off the hook Mm -hmm. um for example a lot of people been sending me this thing where um it's Look at Hollywood, guys. They're doing stories out of the Bible that happen take place in Egypt, but they cast all these white people. And I said good, cause, mm-hmm. cause one, the Bible has a lot of fairy tales in it. Okay, guys, listen, some of this <laughs> shit didn't happen. All right, no offense, but come on, that's crazy. We we've been alive long enough to know like you can't just flood the whole earth and take it back in forty days. Right? Scientifically, it's just not possible. But um, you know, certain shit is like, well, he just parted the sea. You're like, all right, if you want to take that story where you a man can turn a stick into a snake and put white people in it to me that's just as unbelievable as the snake stick thing like it's all (laughs) all of that is bullshit amazing to me we are so on opposite sides of this right well i'm not done yet oh sorry oh yeah so my problem is not with the casting that Mm. is the least of your fucking problems if you want to look at the real culprit it's the fact that hollywood is a business no one's going to go see your authentic black version of this shit. No, they're not. So the real problem is American audience are too fucking racist to go see it, but we're concentrating on why didn't they cast a black person? I'll tell you why. No one want to go see Black Moses. Like that's that's the problem. The the, average, the person who's going to spend the money on the movie ticket would rather see Christian Bale than Denzel Washington, and that mm-hmm. that's the sad fact that people don't want to like discuss. Admit. We want to stop at like they should have put black people in it. To what end? To not go see? To to have a flop of a movie? Right, because they want to make a profit. Well, can I just say, I mean, I I hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. 
and I'm wondering, is this in 2014, is this conjecture on the part of everyone on this call? Mm-hmm. Do we know that? Yeah, I, because I, yeah, when, you're right. I'm, I am obviously I'm guessing the same way that other people are guessing that all all the people have to be black or whatever. Like I'm guessing. Yeah, my, I, I, my belief is uh, when you go to church, Jesus looks like you. And white white people right. are not going to see that shit. And no. I'm I'm only using a few thousand years of human history. Now I could be wrong, but what I do I'm, not believe that they will go see these biblical stories starring people that are black. I just don't believe they would. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I'm saying, yeah, maybe you got a point. I wonder what would happen. Well, you know, there's a show coming out called Black Jesus as a comedy show. Yeah, it didn't look very funny to me. The commercials didn't look very funny. Mm-hmm. I heard the title and I was like, this is going to be the best thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life ever. There is nothing. There is nothing that has ever happened to me that will be better than this. It's going to be the funniest thing ever. It's going to be so, you know, cutting edge. And it looked just like, you know, dancing around and swearing. And it's like, it's edgy because he's swearing. And it's like, well, it looks lame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that too uh i'm not as hype about the show as everybody else either because yeah. I, I just didn't i watched the preview and i wasn't like cracking up the more i see the preview the more i'm like i can see where they could make these concepts funny but i didn't i wasn't belly belly laughing at the shit like i think yeah. people just saw black jesus and just started laughing like at the title and the fact that you saw that title and started laughing is exactly why the fuck hollywood's not casting any black people right to be moses because it's laughable to them like it is laughable to the movie going audience they're not gonna separate from their dollars these will be black people because they have disassociated black from the bible in such a way that the majority of people find a picture of jesus not being a white man to be fucking laughable so I just I just can't even imagine like I like I wish for the thought experiment they would do it just so I can be like, so why do y'all think that movie only made four million dollars? Like, I would love to do that. You know, it's like, yeah, they cast uh, Wesley Snipes as Moses. What do y'all think uh, was the problem there? Hmm. OK, well, it couldn't be that he was a big black dude and uh, white people don't go see that shit. It won't be that. Um, maybe it will make black money, you know, and oh, if that's yeah. a, if that's enough. Um, the budget would be cut way down. Oh yeah, you you have a fraction. You you would get Tyler Perry budget. Yeah, I saw Noah. There were no black people in it. Um, period. And it's not a good movie. Um, and it's based off some made up bullshit. So I was okay with it because I just started laughing. There was also no rock transformers supposed to be in it, but they were in it. Stop. Um, yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. There's a grenade launcher. There's a bunch of shit that you're just like, that doesn't even fucking make sense, but and whatever. It should have existed at this period of time. Yeah, go ahead and make it up. I don't care. There's no black people in it, so I can freely laugh at this movie and how stupid this is. Mm-hmm. Like, I go at these movies and I will laugh. Like, I will probably see this movie, Exodus, mm-hmm. and I'm going to party because there's no black people in it, so I can laugh. I can just be like, these motherfuckers are trying it. As opposed to if it was black people in it, I'd be like, well, this isn't accurate you at all. You know, Christian Bale is dedicated, so you know he's going to act his he ass off. Oh, my God. They got the best over actors in these white, like, religion movies. I don't even know how they did it. 
Russell Crowe, Christian money, Bale. It's money making those movies now. Now I'm sad. They're going to be overacting their ass off. Well, see, that is the, that's how you should feel, Amber, because the truth is people are racist, not just Hollywood. Right. That's, like, that, like, like, it's just, I don't you know. You try people, to separate the two, but you can't. People just kept sending me this picture of this thing. I've seen it a hundred times. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not mad. I knew people were racist mm-hmm. before they cast this movie. Right. I, I, I can't even be, I want to be upset as everyone else but it just feels like to me like the cool thing to do would be to be upset because i was just like but okay let's just for a second cast it in our minds and put black people in the roles now what i feel like we're still gonna get to this this impasse where we go huh no one wanted to go see red tails wonder why denzel as moses you don't think that that would work denzel Mm -hmm. washington here's the thing denzel has had some commercial flops Mm mm-hmm well, and he, yeah. He, and he's Denzel. Like, everybody's had commercial flops, though. Yeah, but I mean, like, as of, like, it's that thing where, like, say, if they put Tom Cruise in it, right? Yeah. Um, Tom Cruise has had some commercial flops over the last four or five years, right? Yeah. So yes. we tend to think of him as box office bank, but it's not really true. It has to be that people accept the vehicle he's in as something they want to go see. Right. I'm saying, once you throw black people in to the Bible, uh, perfect example here you go the hunger games mm-hmm. oh the rue thing yeah. exactly rue, rue is written as a brown girl they describe her as who a brown reminds girl. uh primrose whatever her name is who reminds her of her sister right mm-hmm. she is written specifically that way and people were so fucking racist they were like i don't even like this movie why is she black like Think about this now. Now juxtapose that. Just juxtapose that with going to church every Sunday, looking yeah. at a picture of white Jesus, getting told this story from white people, and they're just skipping right over the uh, olive skin and right. hair and wool. They don't give a fuck about that. Mm-mm. In their mind, they have decided Jesus looks like me, a white dude or a white woman. Th- that's what the movie is basically saying. Is this is how disconnected people are from? the truth quote-unquote of the bible and is what they've actually read yeah they they don't Earlier. give a fuck so i i think people are stopping one step short of where the real disconnect is and it's mm-hmm. white people ain't going to see no black people be in the bible man okay i and other things I, i'm not sure what my opinion is yet i'm gonna ponder it and and ponder mm-hmm. it in my heart and see what i think of it i hear you man i mean i hear you though they it would be nice if they tried it once but you know i ain't gonna do that shit um and then no one made all that money that was the nail in the coffin dog when no one made the money i said fuck it ain't never happening dog it's a well never say never but i hear you that movie ain't even good it was like fuck that shit rock monsters and white people that's it that's the bible y'all um so here's what black people watch on premium cable stars 71 percent of people watch power they're 71 percent black viewers that's understandable hbo the wire had about Woo! 59% black viewers. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Number one ladies detective agency. I was hurt when that show didn't get a second season. Like about 42, 43%. And me and Roger was in that number. That was actually a great series. I know. And they had one season. It was like, nope. I was the only one watching that, me and Karen. Yep. I'll give it a shot. My boo, Jill Scott. Mm. Right. And I mean, like, 
it was excellent. It was real written. It had a lot of. I mean, it was, it was a, fun. It was like yes. Encyclopedia Black. You know what I mean? That like, it was. It was it happened in Africa. Jill Scott was in it. It's it has like some serious undertones, but it also keeps it light and kind of funny mm-hmm. and. Yeah, man. It was cool, man. I love that show. The fact that it was set in Africa, Africa. I think, lost a lot of people right away. Right. Um, And I think some people had issues with her accent, but I I don't know enough about, you know, the African accents to be like, oh, this isn't authentic. But some people are like, I'm from Nigeria or whatever. Uh Uh-huh. So I I couldn't tell. but Like, I don't care. Like, I just enjoyed the storyline. Underground on Showtime. Haven't seen that. Sleeper Cell. I haven't seen that. It's about uh, a Muslim terrorist sale, I believe. Um, Boss, which uh, I think stars, uh, what's the dude who did Frasier? That dude. Chelsea Grammer. Chelsea Grammer, I think, stars him. Meadowlands, haven't watched. Mm -hmm. Dreme on HBO, that's about 35% black. Mm -hmm. Strike Back, never watched it. Crash, which is a series on stars. The L Word. Also, all these are around 33%, 35%. Never heard of half of these shows. Brotherhood, House of Lies, uh, Getting On, In Treatment. Wow. Like we watch Getting On and In Treatment. Good for us. We're diversifying this shit. Because mm-hmm. I saw In Treatment was like, this is some bullshit. I don't care about these white people problems at all. <laughs> like all the motherfuckers was in counseling. Like I was dreaming about the babysitter today. I was like, click off. <laughs> you need real problems, sir. Uh, Cinemax has a show called Hunted. HBO has a show called Doll and M. Never heard of that one. Enlightened, which about 20 something percent of people watch. Gravity on Stars and Web Therapy. So, black people watch a lot of varied things, man. We do. And for some reason, people try to put us in these boxes like we don't watch various different shows. Like, mm-hmm. we, if it ain't Tyler Perry. It, it can't be made and you're like god damn it more than just him can make mm-hmm. a fucking movie so um there you go guys that's what black people watch mm-hmm. um and i feel like i'm gonna count that as fucking with black people segment too because uh, i feel like amber got fucked with when i brought up that uh when i brought up the uh casting sheet yes she so did gotta... fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys the game that i hate to play and sometimes you don't even know you're a part of it's fucking with black people where we rate everything from zero to 100 on the fucking with black people scale in intervals of 25 today's contestants was already the exodus casting sheet which uh i believe, ah! believe gets 100 from everybody i'm assuming yep um and uh and then what the black people watch i don't really care much about that but uh there's more fucking with black people news because there's well there's always there's always so much fucking with black people news oh man man i wish i wish it was a point of point where like you know what we ain't getting fucked with today y'all i would love to do an episode where i was like and nothing happened right (laughs) that would be a beautiful goal quest love is a contestant today uh he calls Mm. Iggy Azalea's uh, Fancy, a game changer for hip hop. Nigga, no. He's calling Iggy Azalea's Fancy, um, which is uh, uh, 
I only hear this song in commercials because right. I, I don't listen to her. But and I've never heard this song in this entire day. I ain't going to lie. I will play a little bit for everybody. Um, I think, is this her? Like, I don't even know if this is her shit. Where's uh, Fancy Iggy Azalea? Okay. I guess this is it. Yeah. First things first, I'm the realest. realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down. Like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right, right. You should want a bad bitch like this. Huh? Drop it low and pick it up just like this. Yeah. Cup of Ace, cup of Goose, cup of Chris. I heal something worth a half a ticket on my wrist. On my wrist. Taking all the liquor straight. Never chase that. Never stop like we bring an 88 back. What? In the hood scene where the bass at. Champagne spilling, you should taste that. This is all I hear. You already know I'm in the best lane from LA to Tokyo. I'm so fancy. Can't you taste this girl? Remember my name. Yeah, I'm playing Ti for this. Yeah, because he brought her into the game. She's like Australian. And uh, a lot of people get on her because she has like a black scent when she raps. Like she doesn't talk like that. Right. She doesn't actually. It's like she's doing her version of black people. Yeah, instead of just being herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's also uh, Questlove is also calling BS on the controversy surrounding the Australian-born rapper's extraordinary rise, her all-American accent, and her potty mouth. All-American accent is that what we're calling that? That's sounds all-American, y'all. Mm-mm. Speaking to time, Questlove lays it right out. I'm caught in between and I defend it. I see false Instagram posts like, she said the N-word. She said the N-word. I'm call, I'm call, I'll call people out. You don't troll. Um, yeah, I have seen those fake posts. It's like, look at her. They like, they like put like fake text that says like, chilling with my niggas. And it'll be like a picture of her, T.I. and like Andre 3000. But she didn't nearly say it. Right. Yeah, I actually saw Chuck D retweet that. And I was like, come on, Chuck. <laughs> You, you you fight real racism there's no need to make it up right like and then when people were like that picture's fake chuck d he was like well you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh maybe say his chuck d voice like you know what i'm saying anyway <clears throat> i know you're reading <laughs> i know you're ready to give your 42 page dissertation on the grill about why this is cultural vulturism you know we as black people have come to have to come to grips where hip-hop is a contagious culture the roots leader continues if you love something you got to set it free I will say that Fancy, above any song that I've ever heard or dealt with, is a game changer in the fact that we're truly going to have to come to grips with the fact that hip-hop has spread its wings. Amber, breathe. Breathe. I need you to breathe, Amber. It's going to happen. Iggy has taken countless barbs since Fancy began his inexorable ascent to the summit of the Billboard Top 100 where it stayed for eight weeks back in May. R&B artist Kay Michelle used her Twitter account to share her beef. How can you be from another country and rap like you're from Memphis, Tennessee? But you don't hear me, though. Mm-hmm. Hashtag offended, she wrote, on that, uh, on that occasional Paris, on that occasion, Paris Hilton, Paris Perez Hilton swim, swooped in to defend uh, the Aussie. Well, of course he did. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's funny, though? Um, the uh, You know who else has a fake... Uh, kind of accent drake mm-hmm. Oop. and her homeland uh-huh. 
the, the Mulabimbi Ray's Azalea has been slammed in some quarters for essentially dumping all traits of her Aussie accent from her recordings, though her country of origin comes through clear in her interviews. See, that is what kills me. It's like, so you can talk normal, mm-hmm. nigga. Like, like, <laughs> like that's the moment where you just like, wait a minute. This is all a sham. Like you, you know, you can like, talk normal. You're definitely getting on the microphone and just pretending like this is what a black person would do. Right. And the thing. Well, sorry. Oh, go ahead, Amber. Is that, is that a bad thing? Uh, to imitate us on the track. Well, you know what well, it is. I mean, because like a lot, like Elton John, I mean, a lot of singers, they lose their accent when they, or if like they sing a Spanish song, it's not Mia Morte, it's Mia Morte, or, you know, they do the accent in quotes. And so I'm wondering, is she doing it to make fun? I'm not defending her. I'm asking. To well, be very clear. I understand Questlove. Um, I think, um, uh, I think what it is, is, uh, hip hop is supposed to be based on some level of authenticity. And it. the same reason that Rick Ross catches shit for being like, I sell the most drugs. And, and everybody's like, like, you a PO officer? Yeah. Everybody's like, motherfucker, you don't sell no drugs. Like mm-hmm. that. I think she's catching it for that. You know what I mean? Right. And then there's also a big constituent of people that are just like black people that are tired of, feeling like their culture is being appropriated and right. i don't honestly i don't know the line between appropriation and appreciation yes because there is so, a difference yeah because yes. I, th- I think a lot of people throw that word out there when they don't like the person right but if they like the person like justin timberlake is cool a cool ass white boy yeah if yes. you get a pass yeah but like robin thick is appropriating black culture and i can't tell the difference <laughs> like i'm just like they both seem like the same white people that yeah. like black shit to me like yeah you know um so iggy's iggy azalea wait here uh the guardian joined in the course of negativity with a story published under the headline iggy azalea the least important thing to happen to aussie hip-hop in it well see that's that is very mean in it the writer pulls no punches any one of a dozen artists could have made fancy it's as individual and as distinctive as a tax form and azalea <laughs> for all her pop sensibility is a truly rubbish rapper rubbish wow that that is shade from the guardian yes that is quest love doesn't buy the multi-talented music man's time interview covers a lot of turf focusing on this slot as executive producer of the new music show sound clash and delves into his love of australian singers a lot of them are more soulful than what we're dealing with now and the challenges of booking one of those aussies in particular sia but it is his intelligent repose? What? Wait, repo? How you? R I P O S T E repositate? Is that even on? Hey, you as close as I. Whatever. Uh, on the Iggy insults that truly shines. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm torn between the opinions of the internet, but I'm gonna let Iggy be Iggy. I'm not even politically correct. It's not even politically correct. Dribble. The song is effective. I'm in the middle of. Oh shit! That is Macklemore shade. Oh fuck! That is Macklemore shade. It's not even politically correct dribble. That is directly a shot at Macklemore for like, oh, this this nigga just being politically correct and it don't, it songs don't make sense. And that is accurate because I have listened to some of those songs and not all of them make sense. Um, ah! that can't hold a song. I don't know how that's about gay rights, but the one about uh, what? Yeah, you know that one. Uh, where did one we go one? back? No, 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 no. The ceiling can't hold us. That's oh, all. 
really yeah they have like people mm. kissing and stuff in the video and people are like what a great anthem for gay love and it's like nope no it's not the lyrics the words aren't even about that it's just like return to the mac miller song of the song what it is what it isn't mm-hmm. I, don't, like, I don't know what this means um but uh yeah but um the other song he did same love is kind of about it but then if you listen kind to the, of no i was gonna say if you read the words right. it's really filled with like some white male fri- hey a straight male privilege like like it was on some like my uncle thought i was gay because i liked the color and like that's not the same but okay you know what i mean um we can play it if you want to i'll, I'll no, 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 no 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 you you, <laughs> you brought this on yourself uh doubting mm-hmm. doubt here we go macklemore ryan lewis same love i don't understand what you're talking about when i was in third grade i thought that i was gay because yes. i could draw my uncle was and kept my room straight yeah so it's one of those like i'll take it you know what i mean <laughs> like it, c plus you know what i mean like it's not necessarily hitting the issues uh i think it's face, adorable but... i get where he was coming from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well he called it politically correct dribble um, fair enough <laughs> so i i'm just saying that that's definitely a shot at him because no one else is doing that uh <laughs> the song is effective and in the middle of the approximation of the enunciation i'll say part of me hopes she grows out of it and says it with her regular dialect i think that would be cooler but yeah fancy is the song of the summer yeah, um, right. this is what we like to call uh politically correct shade that Questlove is yes, actually dropping. Yes, he did, because he's basically just like, she could have did it in her original voice. Yeah, he is saying that it's whack that she's doing it. Right. But he's not trying to, he's not just coming out and like swinging for her head. He's saying it almost like in a kind way of like, it would be nice if one day she felt comfortable enough to not do a black mm-hmm. scent. Right. And, so. and, yeah, and I think that that's what a lot of people have because they're like just use your your voice just you will have your voice is just use that and apparently he's um doing some show called sound clash for vh1 yeah and, and he, he don't know and he it, might have to work with her well he has to work with australian singers okay so to me this sounds like a guy protecting his interests right but he's wink wink nod nod uh i hear it too guys but <laughs> but I gotta go to work. That's what right. it sounds I'm like not to me. Lose my money. You know, I, I see through the through the code. You know, mm-hmm. Sia doing. is a good artist, by the way, everybody. All right. So, uh, oh. Quest Love, how fucked with do y'all feel? Zero to a hundred. I don't really feel that fucked with because mm-hmm. he did throw shade. Uh, but I do agree with the person. Well, they went kind of, at her kind of hard, but I do agree with the fact that that's a very fancy is a very very generic song, like. I could have made fancy. It could have been some Nicki Minaj shit, to be honest. Right, like it's it's nothing <laughs> special about that song. Yeah, it but just had a real catchy hook. It sounds it's, but I'm serious. It sounds like a Nicki Minaj single, like something that Nicki will rap on her album, but then she'll put that shit out, and we're all like, okay, I guess. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Ever? Zero to one hundred intervals of twenty five. I give it a question mark percent because I still don't quite understand what he was saying. Yeah. He didn't really speak it plain. I'll definitely no, say that. It's couched in a lot of like, nigga, I got to go to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, so, yeah, that's going to have to be my percentage. All right. Well, I will give it, uh, I don't know, 50. I don't feel that fucked with. Mm-hmm. I, sorry. I know whoever put that in the chat thought we were supposed to be angry, but I don't know, man. I feel like Questlove just like, I got to go to work, y'all. What the fuck y'all want me to do? She sound like she trying to imitate black people. 
um there's something else in here oh somebody asked uh amber nina perez asked you uh what lipstick uh are you wearing because it's every fucking thing haha i told her but i'll tell the world it's uh mac it's three things it's media by mac and it's pouty by tart that's t-a-r-t-e it might be pronounced a different way but i can't read so good hence the um titles at the beginning and then just like wet and wild or some other cheap lip gloss well you are looking radiant tonight Uh, oh sometimes i forget this i forget to compliment the guests sometimes i apologize thank you no problem um there are new movies coming out soon denzel i forgot the movie name as an avenging killer idris elwood no good deed is a cruel villain what are your thoughts on why I release movies with black male leads as killers and villains? Is this the wave of the future or just an experiment? Um, look, man, I don't care about Hollywood's portrayal of black people. I just, I've opted out. Right. I'm, I'm done. I don't, I don't take it personal. That shit will drive you crazy. It will. Cause all they I care about. You tell me a good story. All they care about is making money. Right. And all you care about is the color of the people, which yeah. is not the same. Yeah. It just, it's just not a good mix. Cause it'll drive me crazy. Like right. I used to give a fuck a little bit, but then it was like, you know, after you see like certain shit where you're like, well, that made money. That's what people want to see. It's like, the audience is more of the problem than, than even Hollywood is. Mm-hmm. So, because if people didn't support certain movies, they wouldn't mm-hmm. keep getting made. Yeah, unfortunately. So, I'd rather just go straight to the source and be mad at white people. Like, <laughs> why even skip through the like the filter of Hollywood to like fix it? Like, they're not gonna fix it. Um, and to be honest, what's really weird is Hollywood's in a way a ton more progressive than normal people. Yes. Like yes, the yes. first time a lot of people saw a gay person was on a TV or a movie screen mm-hmm. uh, that was openly gay and not being like beat up because of it. Right. Um, the first time a lot of people saw a black person was on MTV with Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. A lot of times like, like it's sad that TV is more progressive. Like, you know what I'm seeing a lot now is uh gay married couples on TV, mm-hmm. even though half the States in America will not allow that. You know, but it like, can come through on your TV. But on TV, they're normalizing it to a point where I think people will get used to it, and right. maybe ten years from now they'll be okay with it. You know, where I f- first saw a black president on fucking uh, Twenty Four and in movies, like y- years ago. That's right. Like it's sad because I do wish Hollywood could be even more push it even more than they do. But Our first they, woman president on Twenty Four too. But they do push it as is. Um, and they seem to be ahead of everybody else. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, but anyway, I'm going to go see those movies because they look good. Not, but, Well, no, wait. I'm not seeing the Idris Elba movie. But yeah, I, that looks terrifying. Yeah, that looks terrible and scary. Uh, but I will <laughs> go see. I'm, this shit look like rape at one point. I'm yes, like, it does. Yes, it does. Oh, yeah. uh, uh. Like, I know that there's a lot of women's fantasy to be taken by Idris Elba. And <laughs> yeah, God, God bless y'all. Go get y'all 50 shades of tall blackness. But personally... Your boy had to opt out. I was like, is he in the shower? Isn't he a criminal? Like, he's like, your daughter's in the other room. Kiss me. I'm like, this ain't cool. Uh, and then I'll go see the Denzel shit because it looks like an impossible white man movie. Oh yeah. um, Where he's going to be killing the fuck out of people for no reason. So. 
So may I? Mm-hmm. So as a so I'm not on the same page as you guys, okay. Uh, which is always good diversity of thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to one day work in that industry and on a creative end and on a acting end. And it does it does bug me the Hollywood end because a lot of things are very purposeful, and I don't believe in the Nor- Nuremberg defense. Um, I don't play that, and so for me, um, it does bug me how we're represented but but it's okay for us to be villains even in how i feel about it i mean villain is a part of the you need the villain to they have their own arc too and sometimes they're the star and there's a difference between being a villain and being a, a a stereotype i'd rather be the bad guy than be a it's then be on the corner or no it's hard to explain i'm losing words Uh, but yeah i'm okay with with being uh you know yeah i i mean like i said i'm not saying i've just given up i'm not fighting it like that i hear you You this is my thing so i understand so it's like if people like that's the thing that's weird to me because there it feels like sometimes people want you to be mad and it's like i'm just i would be lying to you to say i was upset by this mm-hmm. it's kind of my point like so i hear you yeah so it's it's like i'm not gonna you know like i remember there was somebody that told us like you know i love the way you guys speak about racial issues and i love what y'all say about black women and blah 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 y'all should make a segment on the show every day about just for black women and i was like no, cause that would, I wouldn't, that wouldn't be genuine. Like, I'm not gonna, like, well, nothing happened today, but I'm gonna be fake outraged. I'm gonna have, like, <laughs> like, that's, that's bullshit. Because when we do yeah. talk about it and we go in, it's, you know that we're not fucking around. It's not right. like, for my brand, I need to get these black women on my side, you know, like, yeah. even though I don't do that. Right. You know, it's authentic, right? Well, yeah. that's how I feel about this. If I do see something that pisses me off racially with Hollywood, I'm sure I'll, you'll hear it on the show and we'll be like, you know, fuck this thing that happened, but it won't be because Denzel's a killer. And um also, why are we concentrating on that? There's a ton of like, there are other black people that are doing shit. It's not yeah. like those aren't the only two niggas that's getting movies this year. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I feel bad for niggas like Michael B. Jordan, who's getting to play like the one of the first ever like racially diverse cast of the Fantastic Fantastic Four. Right. Like I like that's a huge step to me. Yes, it like, is. Ooh, especially as a comic book nerd. Like yes, and wait till the oh wait now you won't see me get mad. Wait till the comment sections for, for those. That. And them think pieces will. I'm, I'm telling you right now, we will be covering that bullshit because yeah. it is coming. All right. Um. Uh, let me see. Uh, oh, here's more fucking with black people news. Um, so Eric Garner, the man who was choked to death by the New York Police Department mm-hmm. uh, on camera. And they, of course, are saying it's not a choke hold. It's just a headlock that resulted in death. Um, it, it was filmed by a bystander. He was arrested. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, he was arrested. Uh, Ramsey Orta. 22-year-old who recorded the brutal footage putting Eric of the NYPD putting Eric Garner in a chokehold. He was arrested on weapons charges this weekend. He was picked up just blocks from where he recorded the arrest. Uh, Order's wife claims that the police have been following him. 
I believe that. <laughs> they park across the street. They follow him. I'm speaking about the NYPD. It's obvious. Once they rule Eric Garner's death a homicide, now you all of a sudden find something on him. Come on, it's, let's be realistic. Even the dumbest criminal would know not to be doing something like that outside. So the whole story doesn't fit at all, says Chrissy Ortiz, his wife. I don't, I don't mean no harm. It's just one of those things where I do believe that they started following him. I like that yeah, would course. be shocking. Yeah. That wouldn't be surprising. Everybody knows who you are. They charge him with two counts of possessing a weapon after allegedly trying to pass a .25 caliber Norton semi-automatic handgun to a teen on the street. The teenager, 17-year-old Alba Likaj, was also arrested. So she's like, they're just setting him up. This is fake. Okay? Now, I'm not going to, don't score it yet. Yes. Today's news, New York police also arrest the wife of the man who videotaped Eric Garner's chokehold. Uh Uh-oh. That's right. The lady we just read a quote from, Chrissy Ortiz, Mm -hmm. she was arrested on assault charges yesterday evening, just two days after her husband, Ramsey Order, was arrested on an unrelated weapons charge. Order, who filmed the fatal arrest of Eric Garner, his arrest was said that his arrest was set up by the cops, and Ortiz echoed the claim in the press. Uh, according to the Staten Island Advance, Ortiz was arrested after getting into a dispute with another woman just blocks away from where her husband videotaped Garner's arrest. She was released on a desk appearance ticket today. She uh, appeared on PX11 to tell her side of the story. Um, so, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, this, this is tough. She said she wouldn't speak about her own arrest, but she repeated the claim that her husband was spoke, was set up. I spoke at length about police violence in her neighborhood. It's not a good neighborhood, she said. It's not, but the way police were handling things, they were taking advantage. They were treating us civilians, period, like they didn't matter. Uh, she, uh, Her husband's being held on $75,000 bail right now. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of tough for the simple yeah. fact that the reality of that happening, and like you said, they came out and said it was a homicide, so it's like, if we could pin you with something and this goes to trial, we can basically say, look, why would you even believe the videotape that you've seen because he was arrested for some shit? Almost mm-hmm. like to discredit um, the videotape. Mm-hmm. And, they, you know, because it's just one of those things where that's going to be a huge thing. Watch this tape, watch this tape, watch this tape, which should be the most important thing. But if they could be like, well, look at who's feminine, that shouldn't fucking matter. Well, I, you know what? I personally um, believe the NYPD. I mean, why would they lie? We only, <laughs> I mean, whose who's credibility are we going to go by here, guys? I feel like we got to go by the, the officers involved, you know, just like that headlock they put that man in. Now, some people think the head is located around the trachea. Some people think it starts, you know, where the skull starts. I, it's It's been up to debate for years. So uh, I'm just going to not believe my lying eyes. And I'm going to say the cops are, you know, not harassing these people at all. Mm. Yeah, that's what I think happens. So zero to 100, guys. Do you feel fucked with it all? Here's my situation. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with not being popular right now. They were obviously being followed. That I do believe. I do not know these people. I do not know if they really did assault somebody, and I do not know if he really did have a weapon. That I don't know. Mm -hmm. So uh, they get 100 points for following them. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the setup, though. I don't put it past them, but it's too – it's very circumstantial, 
and I don't put it past them, but it's too big a deal for me to be like, well, obviously. So a hundred for, so I will say a hundred for, um, for, uh, following them. All right. Carrie. I agree with Amber. It's a hundred for following them, but because we don't know like everything like involved in the, you know, situation was true, was not true. And, all that type of stuff that good is 75 you for me okay <laughs> i don't know what that pause is for but okay um because i had to think you know how i'd be over here thinking like <laughs> like um, it's the end of the world my bad i feel like the a baby was delivered from the pregnancy in that pause <laughs> it probably was um i'm gonna say uh a hundred because they're the new york police department really I mean, uh, this one I don't even know the race of, but EMTs, you know, the people that show up to save people's lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They actually went on the record saying they had to stop the New York Police Department cops from beating a handcuffed, mentally ill man. Jesus Christ. Was, the guy was already on a stretcher, and the NYPD, the, the officer, it says here, the uh, officers responded by hitting him in the face because he spit and cursed at cops. They hit him in the face, hauling him off the stretcher to the ground, then tossing him back on the stretcher. The EMT said in written statements submitted by the FDNY, the two FDNY emergency medical tra- uh, technicians were called to Brooklyn 67 Precinct Station House uh, at 7.30 p.m. to bring the patient to a nearby hospital. A uh, report filed by one of the EMT claims the man was in handcuffs and foot shackles. Another, Jesus. Another alleges as many as three cops punched him in the face at once. Uh, the, P- the PT came out of the, the cell in cuffs. Uh, PT became combative uh, with the PD and was put on our stretcher, wrote one EMT. Uh, PT was struck in the face by an officer. PT spit in the face of an officer, whereupon the officer punched the PT in the face multiple times. So it sounds like they hit him. He spit in that face, and then they hit the patient multiple times. When the patient spit at the cop again, more cops started beating him. Three cops began to punch the patient in the face. Uh, the EMS had to get in the middle of it to intervene, and the, the wounds and injuries cleaned up in the ambulance. So they. Jeez. But the crazy part is like, at least, at least they did their part and reported it. Yeah, yeah good on them. Jeez. Could you imagine how how much of this shit don't get reported? Because you know the police, fire, and EMS works together, and they know each yeah, other, so yeah. it's like they risk being harassed, they risk yeah. something happening, and they be like, well, be, you know, be three minutes late being a backup to a situation or some yep. shit. Not trying to be funny, yep. because you, you reported on us uh, abusing somebody, and it's one of those things. It's funny, because it just feel like history is repeating itself. It's like, for a while, quote, unquote, a lot of, these, a lot of this wasn't being reported, but I think because, like you say, with you know, camera phones and more people mm-hmm. watching and being diligent. This stuff is kind of, it's been happening for years. And I don't mean to harm black people been complaining about it, but nobody paid us any attention because it was just black people and there wasn't evidence of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, also the Denver Sheriff's Department, they had some deputies that allegedly came to blows over a day old cupcake. So like, Jesus. Like, ah! like cops are beating. Oh. If cops are beating each other, what fucking chance do we have? Right, because we, mm. we're not trained. The world is full of day old cupcakes, guys. You got to watch your back out here in these streets. Uh, yeah, Gore. It says one deputy, Deanna Gordon, was fired this February over 16 months after she was first accused of wrongdoing from the post 
Gordon finally was dismissed after an investigation found multiple violations, including inmates taking cigarettes from her purse, watching music videos on her computer with her, and eating sandwiches she had brought them. So she was chilling with the inmates. Oh, so that was more one of the more serious violations of the Denver Police Department. She also failed to make the required number of rounds on her pod, did not enforce inmate dress code, did not lock the janitorial closet and dim lights during the day. In her defense, Gordon told investigators she suffered from correctional fatigue after working 12 hour shifts. I was tired of correcting these niggas, man. So, oh, but everybody else managed to I, do it properly, I, right? I know I'm a corrections officer. But. Right. <laughs> and that's your job. Shit happens, dog. Uh, Deputy Stevie Wise called another jail employee a klepto when she took a day-old leftover cupcake from a table. She smashed a cupcake in his face, which angered Wise. The disciplinary letter said Wise threw the cupcake at her, cursed as he chased her to the supervisor's office. Wise also hit the supervisor's door hard, causing it to bang into his co-worker's body. So, sounds like they were just a frat of police. <laughs> Mm. So, all right, man. Anyway, let's play our other game, guys. All right. Oh, police had officers enough, is cutting the fool. Had enough seriousness. Let's get to some well, fun. I feel bad for the police officer listening, going, God damn it, they're making us all look bad. Well, at least it wasn't over a donut. Okay. So. Yeah, at least we're not in front of a Krispy Kreme. Mm-hmm. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestant today, Amber P. from the Black, Sexy, Geeky, and Mental Podcast, to guess the race. And the chat room plays along, and they are quite racist. All right, up first. You get to my guest to race articles. That would help. Um, here's one. Uh, husband stabbed. Wife tells cops she was dreaming of filleting a fish. Oh, was somebody pregnant? <laughs> Judith Jones. That's normally what happened. I don't know if this is a news article or just uh, the police talking. Oh, it's just police talking. Fuck them. Um, yeah, uh, Judith Jones of Dillonville, Ohio. Um, is the person that stabbed her husband? Because uh, you know, motherfuckers need to learn a lesson when they, when you can teach them. Sometimes, man. Um, she uh, said that she stabbed him in his neck because she was dreaming. Oh, yeah, she was dreaming when she stabbed him in the neck. She says. Now I'm Why sure. Why was she dreaming with a knife? There's a lot of there's probably a lot of married couples that dream <laughs> about killing, killing each other. You know, no, I could see if she like swung out or something, you know, with like her hand or something, but not a knife. Don't wake me. I'm dreaming. She's stabbing. That's what she's doing. Judith Jones, 16 year old daughter, called the police about her father being stabbed in the neck. When officers arrived, they found a 49 year old victim with his neck sliced open. Oh, oh Jesus. At the scene. She was filleting him like the fish. Mm-hmm. Give me that filet of fish. At the scene, Jones reportedly told officers she was dreaming that she was filleting a fish when the incident occurred. Yeah. She's like, I, I was dreaming I was, I was filleting a cheating ass fish whose cell phone had sex in it. 
Right. I wonder why she ain't going there. Because, you know, you know, the old wives tale that, you know, women dream about fish, somebody's pregnant in the family. Right. <laughs> I've seen stabbings before, but I've never had anyone tell us they were dreaming about they were filleting a fish when they committed a crime. It's the first for that, said Sheriff Fred, uh, Fred Abdallah. Sheriff Abdallah said the officers are familiar with the family. Abdallah adds complaints have been filed against the 44-year-old Jones this past February after she allegedly made threats against her husband's life, and he stayed there. <laughs> Police believe See, but, alcohol but was involved what? in this incident. They always tell the women to leave, never tell the men to leave. Well, you know, Karen, if uh, it's always your fault, what did he do to provoke her? I, I mean, know. that's what you got to ask yourself. Like, obviously, he deserved to be filleted He should have gave up. her some Lara season salt for that fish. <laughs> right. It's his fault. Stop. Uh, so, <laughs> guess the race, Amber, of Judith Jones, husband filleter. Ooh, this is difficult. Okay. So, it sounds pretty white. So, I'm going to go with whalebone. All right. All right. Uh, let's check the chat room and see what they believe uh the race is um where are we at here uh no booty judy white says shay oh god (laughs) was gonna say black but the mother and father in the home so white oh no the daughter cared about the dad white her (laughs) her second no her second defense (laughs) her second defense was affluenza Cops Aww. cops are familiar with the family equal white people. Black people ain't dreaming about no damn fish. She was <laughs> she was provoked. He left the toilet seat up. Uh he left the toilet seat up, so cheese <laughs> cutter. She dreamed she was filleting catfish and red snapper. Well that's black. White, white, one who put extra mayo on that fish, white, white. You know what I'm thinking is maybe it's just a big mix up. Maybe he asked her for fellatio and she thought he said fellatio. And uh <laughs> She was was in bed and fucked him up, man. The correct answer is a white woman. Of course, one person did miss it. Black Rob. Black Rob, you're already behind in the the standings based on your lack of racism. Okay? You got to follow these professionals like Amber P, man. She's from the city of racism. And uh, she understands how it goes on these streets. Um, so that's Boston one, Black Rob zero. Black Rob, you little <laughs> He already down. Um, We're only in the first inning. A new teacher showed up for her first day at work. And uh, I think we've all had this dream before when uh, you're, you're, you're naked in school. You know, it's a nightmare. You wake up, you know, wow, that was crazy. Well, she lived the nightmare um in oklahoma uh wagner a wagner public schools teacher was jailed monday uh on allegations she showed up to school under the influence of alcohol and without Uh, yeah might as well show up drunk you you seen these kids lately how did she make it yeah how do you even get there sober you know I'm on her side. How did she get there? Did she drive herself? Let's see if we can get this news report to play. Why isn't this playing? I already know, but let's do this. All right. She showed up drunk for her first day of work at Wagner High School. The officers say it didn't stop there. She was found not wearing pants. Fox 23's Rick Marinot is reporting live with why more charges have not been filed, Rick. 
School here starts on Thursday, but depending on how the district reacts to a teacher who showed up here drunk, went through those doors, and somewhere inside this building she took her pants off, well, that teacher might not be with them for the start of school. The Wagner police chief tells Fox 23 News that the new high school teacher, Lori Hill, made quite the first impression on her first day on the job when she showed up to work intoxicated and didn't check in with administration officials and then went into a classroom she claimed was hers and removed her pants. That's what oh! she was and, and things like that. She was apparently new. That was supposed to start yesterday. Police officers found Hill in the principal's office where district staff had to detain her. Once officers arrived, police tell Fox 23, hey, school there. officials found a pair of shorts for Hill to wear, and she confessed to drinking vodka in her car before work. And when our officers ah! interviewed her, uh, she, she did admit having uh, had some uh, vodka yesterday morning before she came to school. The chief tells me even though it appears that Hill commuted to Wagner High School from her home in Claremore and officers found a cup with a vodka odor in her car, she is only being arrested for public intoxication and not DUI charges because there are no credible witnesses who may have seen Hill drink at home and then come to work. Parents are shocked. I don't know. As an adult, I just don't know how you could be a professional teacher and teaching young people and then show up drunk. The district has declined our interview request, saying this is a personnel matter and they can't comment on it. So we won't be able to officially know until probably later on what the official punishment will be or even if Hill does resign. However, I did speak to some parents who have some ideas of their own. We'll talk to them on Fox 23 News at 10. Reporting live at Wagner High School, I'm Rick Marin on Fox 23 News. The Tulsa All right. Guess the race, Amber. Oklahoma, where the white people don't know how to keep their pants on. <laughs> I yes, couldn't make it witty. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be in the Mary Berry musical, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ashley Three Classy says she got put in jail, though, not rehab. White as snow. Also, Regins drink Hennessy only. <laughs> I wonder what happened to her pants. I'm assuming she shit in her pants or something. Like she yeah. peed. Like yeah, she something got, happened in that car. I yeah. feel like she got in the car with pants. And oh, I feel yeah. Like by the, <laughs> I feel like things went horribly wrong in the car. By the, by the third shot sitting in the parking lot. You know, yeah. I think she actually drove herself to work, parked the car, and was like, I got to get lit before I go in here. Fuck, with these, Fuck with these kids. Like, mm-hmm. I could, and it's sad, but I guarantee you, other teachers do it too. She just happened to get too drunk, but there's other teachers that go to work Ooh. fucked up too because they don't want to deal with y'all badass chaps. She had too much wine with her cheese, White. Star of Dangerous Minds. Oh. Uh, she's spending most of her life living in an alcoholic paradise. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> the privilege is strong in everyone involved with this story. Cameron Diaz in Bad Teacher. No DUI charge. She's white as the driven snow. Coffee Light Sweet just says sing, Amber. Uh, one who paid $1,200 for the on-the-run concert tickets, Drunk in Love, white. Aww. How can I go to school sober? Pink toe, pink fan. Uh, Quest Love thinks she is changing the teaching game, white. Aww, <laughs> that's not good. White, uh, is that a news anchor? Uh, what? No, what are you talking about? White. Every hour is happy hour white. She knew she was about to teach underprivileged kids and needed liquid courage. Drunk on the last day of school, black. Drunk on the first day of school, white. Correct answer is white. 
Did anybody guess something other than white? I feel like everyone guessed white. Maybe I'm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So everybody got that one. All right, guys. It was a white lady getting drunk. Let me. I got her picture too. And let's just that say picture. She looks like a woman that didn't have on pants that morning. Like things she did sure not. Sure does. Did not end well. Oh no! Things no! 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 End. Make it go away. Yeah. No, things. I mean not. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to. Yeah, you're not shaming her. I know what you're saying. No, mm-hmm. I'm just no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. Why? Oh, why, no, baby? End, end well for her. Yep. Or yep. start well for her, apparently. <laughs> they did not. Things did not go right. Um, all right, let's go to the bonus round. Where's my bonus round music? Uh, why is my mouse freezing? Stop, please move mouse. There we go. Um, here we go. <laughs> That's right, guys. It's the bonus round against the race where everything's worth double the points. Double the racism. So far, Amber is two for two going into the bonus round, making Boston an undefeated uh, favorite right now. Let's see what's going on here. Uh, let me see. Uh, why don't I have a picture of the criminal for this one? What the fuck just happened here? I think I looked this picture up. I think I know the answer to this one, but let me uh do a quick Google real quick and uh make sure that I was right about this. Uh, okay. uh where's my images at? Um you know what? I don't see his picture, so I'm not gonna do this one just in case. Okay. Cause I don't wanna be wrong. We have integrity here at the game, guys. Uh if we don't know the race, we don't play it. Nope. Which is why I asked you guys not to send me uh pictureless yeah, ones with no way to tell the race. Uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina, That's a.k.a. Fayetteville. Up the street. Well, we went to college. Yep. Where shit is real in the field, if you know what I mean. Really, really real. Nope, I don't. Uh, well, you, you, I'm sure there's parts of Boston like this. Oh, it's like rough. Yeah, it's yes, rough. Yes, Got it. Fayetteville, North Carolina, a man responsible for killing two family members and seriously wounding a sheriff's deputy last week had two wives. Oh, that's right, fellas. He's doing twice as good as you, um, out there that that don't have, they only have one wife. Ain't got twice as many problems. And as you guys who are single, he's doing way better than you guys, infinitely better. Two wives. Andrew J. Michaelis shot approximately ninety rounds from a semi-automatic AR-15 rifle into his father-in-law's house last Wednesday morning. I don't know much about guns, but that sounds like a motherfucking lot. That's a lot. Okay. Earlier in the morning, Mike McCallis had held a gun and knife to his wife Valerie's head until she got away and went to her father's house on New Moon Drive. Jay McCallis followed a short time later and began shooting at the house, killing his father-in-law, Gary Simpson, 61. Simpson's grandson from a different daughter, 10-year-old Trequan Covington. Jay McCallis and his first wife, Tabitha Woods McCallis, uh, we're in the middle of a months-long divorce process last week. Well, what did she do to provoke him? <laughs> public, right. public records show that she and Jay McCallis wed in 1996, but separated in 1998 and never got a divorce. Records also show Jay McCallis married Valerie McCallis in October 2003. So he went and got a new wife and still was like, I'm killing my old one for trying to break up with me. So just because I got a new wife, you think it's over? You want all the pussy. It's never over. 
He did not file for divorce from his first wife until January 2014, according to divorce documents. Part of the divorce file also mentions a previous filing for divorce in 2002, but there's no record of that filing. Tabitha McAllis said Valerie McAllis found out about the first marriage just before filing in January. She said Jay McAllis received a call Tuesday about a delay in the process. She said she believes something in the call about her overdue divorce triggered the violence on Wednesday. So like, when you going to give me this fucking divorce, man? It's taking forever. He's like, oh, really? I'll give you a divorce. A permanent one. Mm-hmm. Va- well, yep, they're all permanent. Valerie McAllis. But, you know, yeah. At least this way, this one she won't live. Right. The weird part is like, according to heaven, y'all are still married. So when they get to heaven, <laughs> they, gotta, they still got to hang out. Mm-mm. Valerie McAllis has not responded to a request for comment. When she called 911 on Wednesday morning after she escaped her husband and went to her father's house, she revealed that she and Jay McAllis were separating. Guess the race of Andrew McAllis, uh, J- Andrew J. McAllis, uh, uh, who killed all those people. Okay, here's what's hard. McAllis is such a white name, but, you know, these slave fuckers gave us these white names, mm-hmm. so that's a thing. But wasn't one of the kids named, like, Jaquisha? Uh, Trey Kwan? Yeah. None of the grandfather on the wife's side. Oh, no. They just might be Chanelas. Oh, but I have funny ones for black people, but it sounds white. I'm going to have to go with a boy like that. He kill your brother. Forget that boy. He can find another. Stay with your own kind. He's not your own kind white. All right. <laughs> I love that one. Yes. Uh, I didn't know I couldn't have two wives. Uh, open carry white. I couldn't. I would have said that to the kid's name, Kool Aid PhD owner Spook. So now he's changing it in the middle of his guest to black. Okay, Pretty James Brown, black hit me. Uh, claims two wives, but none of the kids black. Oh, uh, he go ninety. He got ninety eight problems, but an ex wife and ex father in law ain't one. Stop. <laughs> white woman who likes a little chocolate. White man who likes a little chocolate. Black dude. White man, such white names, except for that one niece. Mulatto, Aww. a black man, a black man, says Elliot Tate. Black and bootleg Robin Thicke. The correct answer is he's a white man. Oh! Look at me! Rationalize that out really well. And a couple people went black. Good job on y'all, man. I don't know how you got that because Fayetteville's so ratchet. Like, right, ain't no telling who committed you know, crimes. Like, you really could make an argument that it could have uh, been any color. Yeah, like there, that place in Louisiana is like got the most white Tyrones per capita. Stop. Uh, <laughs> they do. That's, you, that's crazy. Like, that, um, how did you no, stop shooting scary people. Yeah. <laughs> these, these are the people that do the crimes. Uh, you be like uh, Tyrone don't match your he color. Looked sir. right through me. All right, oh, here, he does, doesn't he? Here's the last one. All right, guys. Oh, goodness. You might mess up my record. Okay, let's do this. The Swiss Parliament has suspended a secretary whose nude selfies and amateur porn photos, sometimes posted from inside the federal house in Bern, made her a national sensation. The anonymous woman referred to in Swiss media as A has had more than 11,700 Twitter followers before she deleted her account this week. In a press release, the government confirmed that the woman was a staff member and that she had been suspended. It is unclear at this point whether she's still being paid or whether Parliament Services intend to fire her. 
a or someone pretending to be her restarted the twitter account today under the name adeline lefoyne and linked to a twist twixie page that still hosts several of her photos a number of them match up to the collection of AIDS images published on Swiss site uh, Blick.ch. I guess you don't believe in Instagram. Yeah, I love that this article just shows the nudity. Like, yeah, it sure does. I, like, it's I did like, not boom, know you boom, could do boom. that. Like, like, there's titties all over this article. They only blurred out like just the vagina. Vagina, basically. There's also a since-deleted Adeline LaFoyne Facebook profile that uses a photo matching the Twitter avatar from the Twixie page and listed amateur porn stars as occupation. Lafroyne in French means a weasel and can be slang for a snoop. So it could be a real name, but it might also be a clever porn alias. The links that the new Lafroyne posted to twi- Twitter also used an ad-based Earl shortener. So all we know for sure about whoever's behind the account is that they're looking to make a quick buck using A's new photos. Uh, a initially claimed she hadn't broken any rules because tweeting the photos were part of her private life. But the Swiss Federal Personnel Office recommends employees only post images on the Internet that you would at any time show your colleagues, employees, or superiors. Well, maybe she would. Maybe Hell. She, you know, maybe she's like, want to see some titties? Maybe that's her thing. She might be trying to get some money for her coworkers. When the Swiss newspaper uh, asked her whether she was worried her coworkers might find her Twitter account, she said, that issue is on my mind almost constantly. Although the NZZ reported a post, a posted nude photos regularly, a spokesman said the government didn't know about her risque side project until it became national news on Wednesday. Um, it's funny though because a lot of these pictures are at work, mm-hmm. and um, you know, as a frequenter of the porn sites, sometimes you do see like one of my things that I've been watching lately is like I didn't know people did this: of women go into the library and like masturbate in the library and there's like people in there and everything oh my because why they got free wi-fi and they want to be like a little you know they have cameras on their laptops and they want to be like a voyeur so like they'll go in and like and like apparently nobody gets physical books anymore so it's pretty safe to go in there and just be like i'm gonna hike my dress up here's my my pussy and my titties and you're like i'm i'm interested in those things and then you just watch them and some of the videos are long, like 20, 30 minutes, and nobody comes by. Like, uh, the library is just that fucking empty, you know? Um, and then every once in a while, somebody will come by, and it'll be like, oh, let me put my titties back up. Sorry. That was weird. Um, so <laughs> she did this at work, is my point. So oh, the one person trying to update their resume won't pass her? Yeah, some of her naked pictures are her at her job. Yeah, at her real job. Yeah, she like, really thought she could post these and it'd be no issues. Yeah, right? like like pulling her nipple out and taking a selfie and shit. Oh, and, right. And you, okay. could, you could see like her cubicle and everything in the background. Right. So guess the race of Adeline Lafoyne, uh amateur porn star, apparently. See, this is hard because mm-hmm. it's in like Sweden, right? It is Swiss Parliament. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but her last name is weird. Yeah. And there can be other races there. Ah, fuck it. I'm not chancing it. Oh, I ran out of funny things for white people. Well, that is new. Oh. Ah, let's just go with good old fashioned Ofe. All right. The chat room says, uh, not gonna lie. I have no clue what the demographics of Switzerland. So I'm going to say baby Swiss white. Swiss Miss with extra milk and a side of Swiss cheese. Oh, my. Lead actress in the Woody Allen's classic film, Nigerian Princess of Manhattan, white. Oh. 
say word this dude we know all the porn oh yeah i do know all the porn and yes that is a new thing check out steph in the library that lady is amazing anyway <laughs> black man's kryptonite uh obi porn mm. kenobi oh that's just my name okay thank you that's not a guess uh white like that dude who was masturbating with cheese in philly white just definitely a white woman bored at work <laughs> bored at work white i do feel like uh like the comfort of being able to pull your vagina and titties out at work seems like a distinctly white person thing. Hmm. Like I feel like black people would never get that kind of comfort in an office where oh, it's like, look no, at my titties. You, like, know, you always being watched. Right. We were going to fire you for being two minutes late. So titties right. is way over the top. Like, you know, you can get fired just for being black. What are you doing in here? Right. Um, anyway, uh, whiter than the snow atop the Swiss Alps. Yodele who's got the cheese. <laughs> oh, Lord. If she was in the welfare line, I would have said it was sweet brown, but it's Swiss, so white. Whiter than the snow atop the Swiss. Oh, wait, I already said that one. White, says Elliot. The correct answer is, sound like everyone gets the same thing. White. White. Knocked it out the park, Amber. Even a bonus round. 100%. Hey. No one can test her racism. And I'll, uh, for you pervs out there, I know you guys all want to see what she looks like. I don't know about the posting actual nudity on here. So I'll put like one of her Photoshop selfies that kind of show less of everything. But I will put the link to the article if you guys want to go see it on your own because it's, like literally every picture of her naked is on here. They just blur out her face and her vagina. And I'm like, I don't know. I did not know you could do that. And some of these pictures, guys, like she was really out there. Like you're yeah. at work. Yeah, we yeah. Like it like some of this shit like it might have been a storage closet yeah. or some shit. Yeah, or be, like, be be sure you turn your filter off for your kids if you want to be able to see them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was really trying to be an amateur porn star, dog. Uh, by the way, I love that the uh, pictures without her naked, they don't mind showing her face at all. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so it's like a couple have her blaked out. Like maybe she must have edited those pictures herself or something. Right. Because a couple of them are just like, uh, and this is what she looked like. Want to go to our house? Um, come with us. All right. Let's talk about the last thing that we always talk about mm-hmm. and the most serious thing that we always talk about. Sword ratchetness. Let's do it. <sighs> Samurai sword man has been jailed. A masked man armed with a samurai sword who put six people through a petrifying ordeal was jailed today, Tuesday, for four years and eight months. That's it. You put six people through a petrifying ordeal and you only get four years and eight months? Apparently so. If that was a gun, he'd get life. True. Kyle Poole, age 26, admitted kidnapping Luke Jones and his girlfriend, Anna Wright, and causing, mm-hmm, and causing a fray at the home of another person. Patrick Giffords, uh, prosecutor told Swansea Court uh, how Poole from Stockport had visited his aunt, Michaela Jones, in Cardigan, and had uh, been told about a man who had been involved in a minor act of violence. Poole described, decided to take revenge and drove to the person's home. The victim cannot be named to protect the identity of his children. Poole, we can show that lady's face with her vagina, but not this. This is different. Ah! Poole used a scarf as a mask. At, oh, he thought he was a ninja. Put on latex gloves before. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Then he put on latex gloves before bursting into the caravan and scaring the daylight out of Mr. Jones and Miss Wright. Poole punched Mr. Jones in his eye and demanded to know where he could find the other person he was looking for. 
Poole then placed two large kitchen knives in his left hand and a three foot long samurai sword in his right hand Ooh. and took the couple to another property. Shit. So wait, he punched them before he had the knives? Shit. So that means he just got punched for no reason. Yeah. I thought you got punched because he had a sword. You're like, ah, oh, this is better than a sword. Ah! He burst into the living room where the man was watching television with his three children ages seven, between seven and 14. It is not difficult to imagine the terror that they would have felt, said Mr. Griffiths. <laughs> Poole told the victim he was going to slice him up and lunged at him with knives and the sword. The man grabbed the oh, blade of the sword. got two hands. What are you using? Feet, too? What is going on here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Knives. Knives and the sword. He did, like, the um thing, like, when you pretend you're Wolverine. Yes. <laughs> put it in his knuckles. You yes. took the exact words out of my brain. That is amazing. Uh, this is why I talk back to you during the show. <laughs> the man grabbed the, the man grabbed the blade of the sword, but Poole kept on coming and cut his hand on and his cheek. The man managed to push him away, and all six victims fled in different directions. <laughs> uh, he split up. He can't kill us all, right? <laughs> Somebody gonna survive. Uh, the, I feel the worst for the seven year old because if it was like yeah. if it was like a nature documentary, the seven year old gets it every time. Oh, you know? of course, because <laughs> they ain't got enough smarts to know where to really go to and hide properly. Nature, nature is an unkind mistress. Uh, the man managed to push him away, and all they all escaped. Uh, the man and Mr. Jones locked themselves in the caravan, and three children ran onto the road. And Miss Wright spent twenty minutes hiding behind a wall, scared out of her wits that Poole would find her. A motorist rescued the children and telephoned the police. Poole was seen to drive away from the property in a Vauxhall car, which he crashed into a fence and abandoned. Jesus. Oh, but at least the kids were smart enough to stay to like stay in a group. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. Uh, he was arrested later in Cardigan. Poole managed uh maintain that he had intended to frighten the man but not harm him with the knives and the sword and the cuts. Word. That is, well, you know what? That would frighten me. Um, Judge Keith Thomas said when when people arm themselves with knives, then serious injury can follow. Nadoifi. <laughs> Neglecting to mention the sword. Uh, he said Poole had been masked and armed to the teeth and had put his victims through a petrifying experience. Judge Thomas said he regarded the kidnaps and the violence as separate incidents. He jailed him for 32 months for the kidnaps. I love, I love overseas. Not the kidnaps. <laughs> the kidnaps. Uh, sounds like a disease. What you got? I got them kidnaps. Right. <laughs> With an addition, that's not like if you don't get your kid's haircut. I was about to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, you got the, these kidnaps in here. <laughs> Take your kid down to the, to the, to, to the uh, barber or something, man. Uh, so he got additional 24 months for a fray. So there you go, guys. Sore ratchetness. Amber, thank you for sticking on with us so long. Yes. It, it has been a pleasure. It, it has been has. way too long since the last time we talked. And I'm you so glad you could come on. Love having you on, Amber. Thank you. Um, it's nice to be back. No doubt, man. Make sure you guys support her, the Black, uh, Sexy, Geeky, and Mental podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you guys go to her Indiegogo. Uh, you have till the 16th. So that is like 10 days, but I say you go support it now, you know? Me too. Um, and help her continue to, uh, host her podcast. And, uh, if not, you know, she'll send you a picture of her with her pussy. And you guys, <laughs> I'm sure you guys are into that. Okay. We talked about library porn earlier and I saw all the people talking about it in the chat. All right. Um, and tweaked audio is our sponsor, uh, TVGWT to get your 33% off free shipping and, uh, you'll still get your lifetime guarantee 
if your headphones ever break uh we'll be back uh saturday with our feedback show um and uh we appreciate all you people um i feel like i'm forgetting to tell them something oh i i want to say something oh go ahead karen Uh, i wanted to let everybody out there know that um i'm on the latest mr span report that's what it was so if you are um uh, Miss, it's called the Span Report. Uh, so check him out. He is on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and all those good things. And I was also on the latest What's the Tea with Nick and Reggie. You can find them on iTunes and Stitcher and all those uh, other uh, good places. So I've been kind of doing my uh, podcast rounds lately. And I was also on uh, Whiskey Wine and Moonshine about a week or two ago with Verlinda Brothers. Yep. I'll make sure to post all our guest spots uh, within the next couple of days so you guys can all go check it out. Um, and I was on Cinema Fix last night mm-hmm. arguing arguing about the greatness of Guardians of the Galaxy with Andrew, the the least accurate movie critic I've ever come across. Ah, but we love, love him. We've never been on the show and agreed. I don't know. Ever. Know. He claims he likes Captain America, but at this point, we disagree so much. I have to not like Captain America because I feel like it would mess up the balance. And I ah. love I love that movie. I used to love that movie. Now I have to hate it. Because Andrew loves it. Um, We'll be back Saturday. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.